This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up anything. Just dial toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. As we launch here into this live Saturday edition of the program, it's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, they're totally free. So enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Again, shows about what you want it to be about if you pick up the phone and make the call. In the meantime, we've got things that uh, are sort of interesting to us. And I had something that I mentioned actually about on, uh, I mentioned on last night's show, but never had a chance to get to it. Yesterday, or not yesterday, but uh, Wednesday, was a pretty busy day here in uh, lovely Keene, New Hampshire, where we do the show from. And if you've listened to the program before, you know that both uh, Mark and myself, hosts of the program, are Free State Project members. We've moved to New Hampshire in order to be activists for liberty, as have hundreds of other people and hundreds and thousands more will be moving. In fact, we'd like to invite you to go to the Free State Project website, freestateproject.org, to learn more about it. But anyway, just to give you a little understanding of what's going on here, there was some activism going on uh, Wednesday morning, some civil disobedience, which was very successful. We discussed it in detail last night. If you want to get details on that, you can go to freekeen.com to, to read more about the successful civil disobedience. But as I was waiting in the lobby of the, the city building uh, here in Keene, there was uh, this, this guy approached me, and we'll call him the couch enforcer. Now, for those that aren't uh, aware of this situation... The city, the people calling themselves the city of Keene has been threatening me, and this man in particular, Carl Patton, uh, the couch enforcer, been threatening me over a couch that is in my tenant's lawn. See, I have a duplex, and my tenants have been here since I bought the house. The house I believe the couch has been there since I bought the house, and nobody's had a problem with it. The tenants that live, you know, again, the tenants uh, that have the couch in the lawn, it's their their couch, their side of the lawn, they have uh, told me that the neighbors they live across the street from, they are on good terms with. Like, for instance, they throw parties in the backyard sometimes, like uh, cookout kind of barbecue-style parties, and they'll go to the neighbors and they'll say, hey, just wanted to let you know we're going to be throwing this party, and if you've got any problems, let us know. We'll take care of it. So they're, they're pretty neighborly in, uh, in that way. And uh, so they're on good terms, is what I'm trying to say, with the neighbors. So they told me that if the neighbors had a problem with something they were doing, certainly they would come over and talk to them about it. So in the two years that uh, we've lived here, or Mark, you and I have lived in this area, in the two years, nobody's had a problem with the couch being out in the yard. And it's not like the rest of the yard is junked. You've seen the yard, Mark. It's it's kept in relatively good shape. I've seen the yard, and uh, I've been been there many times. I never even saw the couch. That's how uh, yeah. uh, you know it's <laughs> pretty low pro- profile and blends how camouflaged. In. It is, but uh, so nobody had a complaint that uh, that my tenants were aware of until all of a sudden the this Carl Patton guy from the city shows up with one of his tickets. And he proceeds to litter his ticket on uh, my property, which I got video footage of. You can see that over at freekeen.com. And, you know, of course, I asked uh, Carl as he was putting that ticket on, on uh, my house, uh, well, do, do you, does the city own this property? And he told me no. So I said, well, how can you expect me to agree to your, uh, how, how could you expect me to pay this fine? Did I agree to your rules? He didn't want to answer those questions. He just went off in a huff. And then uh, a couple weeks later, a few weeks later, they sent me a letter in the mail. Uh, they said that uh, the, the fine has doubled from 100 to $200, and uh, we may bring you into court over this. 
And so I wrote them something back, and you can read that over at freekeen.com. But as I was, uh, again, I was, as I was in the lobby after I just hand-delivered the, uh, the notarized letters that I'd written back to the city, this, uh, the couch enforcer appears because he knew I was going to be there because it was a public event that he knew a lot of the activists were going to be attending. He comes up. And I, of course, uh, being polite, as I normally do, I said, uh, good morning, Carl. And he hands out this folded pink piece of paper to me, which I was not interested in taking from him. Uh, so I pulled, you know, pulled my hand back, and he then proceeds to uh, commit battery by touching me with it. Well, that, you, you laugh, Mark, but that's, they, would call, they would charge me with battery if I went up and touched a cop and a cop didn't want to be touched. In Charleston, West Virginia this week, they charged a man uh, with battery and a law enforcement officer for farting too close to a police officer. So you're right. They do, uh, yeah. they do enforce their rules differently. I don't know if I, uh, I, I think that uh, you, you have much of a battle here with your soggy, moldy, rain-sodden couch. It is not couch. my couch. It is my, uh, the, te- the couch of my tenants. Anyway, so he gives me this uh, pink piece of paper, which I, I have here in front of me, and it says it's a, uh, a complaint. And apparently the complainant is Mr. Carl Patton from the city of Keene complaining about the couch in the lawn. Now, I actually asked Carl when he first showed up here, are you one of my neighbors? And he said no. So uh, I really don't really care what Carl thinks very much about the couch in the yard. Because if, he's not a neighbor. Right. If he actually was one of my neighbors, then great. Let's talk about this like adults. Maybe we can figure out a way to, to make this situation go away, make the couch disappear or something like that, if one of the neighbors actually had a problem with it. So they're, uh, they're ordering me to go to their courtroom next week on uh, Wednesday morning and to appear. It says... Uh, to appear before said court under penalty of law to answer to a complaint charging you with the following offense, which is a, a, a violation in regards to their all of their little codes about minimum property standards, etc., etc. So I will be attending the court on uh, Wednesday morning, but under duress. You know, the only reason I'll go is oh, because duress, please. I, I understand. You'd like, you want nothing more than to go to their little court. <laughs> I, I don't want to uh, to consent to their little system at all, so I'm going to make it very clear that morning that I, I am there under duress, and uh, the reason I'm the reason I'm going is because they're going to send men with guns to hurt me if I don't go. Uh-huh. Right? That's what happens when you don't show up in court. Eventually, they send men with guns, calling themselves police. The reason you. you're going is because you love this sort of civil disobedience, getting in front of the judges and having your chance to talk. I would rather – no, I've, ne- I've actually never been in front of a judge. This is the first time I've ever done something like this. I know. You're excited about I it. I like it when other people do it, and I am excited about the opportunity to, uh, to essentially ask some very, very challenging, very difficult questions uh, in front of the court. And perhaps put this judge in a place he would would rather not be, and and maybe make it so they won't mess uh, mess around again in the future. Essentially, I'm going to go in there, and you know, I'm, I'm I'm working on my notes right now as to what it is I'm I'm going to uh, what it is I'm going to say. But essentially, I'm going to accept uh, their notice, which is what they gave me. It's notice to show up in their court. I'll accept their notice, um, and I will offer the following agreement. Uh, essentially what I'm going to tell them is, well, you could agree to, the city can agree to discharge the current matter and only prosecute me when it actually has evidence of a victim. In return, I will have the couch removed when the original complaining party introduces themselves to me and asks me to remove it like an adult. 
and I agree not to pursue battery and littering charges against the city and its agent, Carl Patton, of which I have plenty of evidence for. I have multiple witnesses who saw this man battery me, uh, commit battery upon me, and I have video footage of him littering his garbage ticket on my property. So, I mean, it seems like that's those are closed cases, uh, as far as I'm concerned. But what about this original complaining party? Who who was it? I actually called uh, the the local talk show here in Keene this morning, and we discussed this issue. And one of the hosts, uh, Fred Parcells, another uh, city bureaucrat, nice guy, I like Fred. Uh, one of the hosts told me that he knew who the complaining party was. So uh-huh. apparently the complaining party isn't actually Carl Patton from the city, though he's the one that signed the complaint. So it's not him. He's obviously complaining on behalf of someone else who's well, anonymous, who it, it, here is in not America, to be revealed. Aren't we supposed to be able to face our accusers? Yes, and if they're going to force me into a trial, which this is a hearing from what I understand. I, I'm not sure exactly what they call this because they're, they're asking me to appear, to answer to a complaint. I guess that's a hearing. So if they try to railroad me into a trial, I can certainly approach things from that direction. But... So, yeah, I do want to know who the original complaining party is, and if they want to be a, you know, act like an adult and be a big boy and come over and introduce themselves like a neighbor would, being neighborly, then, yeah, let's talk, talk like adults, deal with this. We'll get the product, you know, problem taken care of. I'm sure my tenants wouldn't mind moving the couch. They just don't have a truck. They told me they you know, would have a if couple years If there's a complaining ago. party, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm very excited about your little couch case here, uh, but if, if there's a complaining party, you deserve in America Absolutely. to be able to face the complainant. So we'll see what, uh, what their response is going to be, but my question for you tonight, if you're listening to all this thinking, what? You can't have a couch in your lawn. Well, do you believe that you have the right to control your neighbor's property? 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial toll-free to 1-800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, they're totally free. So enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. And if you've missed a moment of the show, just click and download. There are a whole bunch of archives right there on the front page of the website. Perhaps you're a Saturday-only listener. You only get the show on your local radio station Saturdays. Grab the last week, uh, last year of the show. Right there, front page, freetalklive.com. DEXC20 is a natural appetite suppressant enabling people to eat less and still feel full. Users report that they eat the same foods, but they eat less of them without feeling hungry. They also report feeling more energy without the jitters. I've been taking it for uh, going on a couple months now, and I'm losing weight, and I can tell you it doesn't give you that weird jittery feeling that most uh, diet pills uh, give you. So if you need to lose a little weight like I do... Dex C20, you can go to Walgreens, CVS, GNC, or go to diet.freetalklive.com. That's Dex C20 in the gold box. So why am I doing this? Why is this? And we'll get to the calls here in a moment, but why is it that uh, that I'm doing this? I mean, people might be listening to this. You, you're crazy. You've got a couch in your lawn. You obviously hate your neighbors. This isn't about freedom. This is about being trashy, or et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and, I, and if we had somebody that wanted to uh, take up the side of the state on this, we'd be going right to their calls, by the way. Nobody is taking the side of the government on this yet that uh, that is on hold at 1-800-259-9231. I'm going to court uh, next week on this couch issue. My tenants have a couch in their lawn. It's been there for a long time. All of a sudden, the city, people started hitting me with their paperwork over this, threatening me, and now they want to take me to court. 
so why am I doing this? Well, it's because I try to live up to what it is I believe, uh, to be the change I wish to see in the world, as, as Gandhi might, might have put it. And uh, one of those things I believe in pretty firmly is the idea that non-cooperation with this arbitrary nonsense from these government people is one of those powerful, effective things that we can do on an individual basis to achieve liberty in our lifetime, to move ahead and push these people back and, and make it so they, they can't get away with this crap anymore. And when I say get away with this crap, I do mean crap. There's no victim in this case. There's no com- there's, first of all, there's no, not, not even is there no victim. There's no complaining party with any legitimacy. Nobody has actually stood up. No neighbor has actually said, I have a problem with this. This is a city bureaucrat trying to raise revenue for, us, for the city government. And, of course, city governments all across the country are quite, quite desperate for revenue these days, aren't they, Mark? With housing prices taking a tumble and prices being adjusted downward, and that meaning that the cities are getting less money coming in. They don't like that very much. It's happening quite a lot. So they need to spot things and write tickets and stuff like that. And if you go to freekeen.com and you look at these stories... And the stories about the couch enforcer, just uh, look, look at the couch enforcer stories. You'll see that, that I've scanned them in. I've scanned in the tickets uh, and the, the paperwork that they have sent me over this. And what's most interesting, even if I had consented to their system, and I haven't, and they claim that government's by the consent of the governed, so I'm making it clear, I haven't consented. But even if I had, by their own rules, in their own system, they don't even fill out their paperwork right. This Carl Patton character from the city, when he first dropped off, the, uh, when he littered the first ticket on my property, he didn't even fill in a name on the ticket. Name of violator. That space was blank. Nor, nor did he sign the ticket. You know what? You know how I know he didn't sign the ticket? Because he did put a little line. There's a signature line, right? But he, and he put a little line over top of the signature line. So just a quick scratch mark, right? Uh-huh. Well, I know that's not his signature because now I have his signature. He actually signed the complaint that he served me with the other day. He signed that. Okay. So, so I thought, well, okay, Carl's maybe, you know, maybe Carl listened. Maybe he was reading the website. In fact, I'm sure he's reading the website. But maybe he was reading freekeen.com and he realized, oh, man, I messed up. I, uh, I botched up the ticket. You know, I better get this complaint right when I fill out this complaint. So I'm looking at the complaint that they gave me. And I'm looking through here, and yeah, yep, they put my name on this this time. That's good. That's good. Uh, check the violation box. Last time they uh, said it was a $100 ticket, but they didn't circle the fine. So I really, there was no real way to tell what the, the fine was. And then down on the bottom of the ticket, you know, the top part, it looks pretty well filled in. But down at the very bottom, underneath Carl's signature, it says that, uh, that you know, this enforcement officer personally appeared above the above-name complainant and made the oath that the above complaint by him subscribed is, his in his belief, true. Date and a signature line for a justice of the peace to sign. Now, I don't even know what a justice of the peace is. Some other city bureaucrat, I'm sure. But it seems to me that old Carl didn't go through all the steps necessary to give me a legitimate complaint form. If you have to have a justice of the peace sign and date the bottom before you can serve somebody with a complaint form, as the form seems to indicate, this doesn't seem to be a valid complaint form. Well, I mean, the, the, what the, bu- the say, bureaucrats really like, uh, you know, really put up a lot of hurdles for the average Joe to go through when they're ever they're dealing yeah. with the city or the state or you know whatever it is. The, you know, just just try dealing with you know the EPA or your local zoning board or whatever, and you'll see how many hurdles there are. But they don't follow them themselves, so why do you expect right. them to follow them here? 
Well, I'm, I'm not saying I expect anything out of them. I'm just pointing out that one of the things I'm, I'm mentioning here is that they're not following their own rules. So even if I wanted to, even if I had consented to their system, I could probably beat these based on the fact the guy didn't even fill the stuff out correctly. I'm not going to take that approach, but I'm just pointing out to, to people that are listening, I've encouraged before on the show that people should take baby steps and start experimenting with non-cooperation where they are. I mean, it's best if you do it here in New Hampshire where you can be surrounded by uh, like-minded, liberty-loving activists who are going to back you up. But taking baby steps into this realm of non-cooperation, these are some of the things that, that you can, you know, take a close look at the documents they give you. Most people, when they're handed a ticket from some government bureaucrat, whether they be a cop or so-called code enforcement, they take that ticket, they get scared, they pay the ticket. They don't think anything else about it. They don't, you know, they just want to make it go away. And I understand that. I do understand that. But if you take even just a closer look at the, this, these garbage pieces of paper they're giving you, they, they, all, they miss all kinds of things that they should be doing in order to make their own process legitimate. I'm not sure that uh, it's, it's very effective. It seems to me that the, the judges give uh, law enforcement officers lenience when it comes to filling out their tickets. Well, I don't know about all that. As I said, I'm not going to challenge that aspect of it. I'm just pointing out that these bureaucrats are lazy at working their very own system. So even if you want to work inside the system against them, you probably would have a, a pretty good case. Uh, and, I, and I want to encourage more people when the bureaucrats are coming after you, whether it's, again, for your yard or it's for marijuana possession or whatever, take it to court. Don't plea out and don't pay them. Well, I think refuse that, to participate. I think that pleading out is just uh, wrong anyway. I mean, if the person did it, do we want them getting a deal? No. We want them to stand trial in front of court and take the full punishment of the law. If the person didn't do it, do we want them getting scared and taking a plea? No. no. Plea, plea, bargaining is, court. plea bargaining is just uh, the bureaucrats being lazy. The fact is our, our court system is way too clogged with a bunch of people that didn't commit any crimes, um, any you know, harm anyone, and they should very well, uh, everyone should get their day in court, and plea bargaining, I think, is wrong. If more people took it to court, the courts would crash because they wouldn't have enough time in the day to process well, all Well, I would cases. like the people that did do something to get, you know, to get the, the, the full bore of the law. Right. Well, let's get rid of all these bad laws like the war on drugs, so that way the people that did something are actually people that hurt other people. Let's talk to Philip in uh, Florida listening to WFTL. You're on Free Talk Live. Philip. Hello. Thanks for taking the call. Good to be here, Philip. What's on your mind? Um, let me mention something real brief before I get to the topic. Uh, the, the station that your show is on here airs like uh, uh, just once, probably once or twice a month because what they do... They, this is true. They, they, do, they have sports. I know you have a point. We're going to get to it. Hang on. We're bringing back Philip in your calls as well. This is Free Talk Live. Attention, freedom activists. If you're planning your move to New Hampshire, you know that Manchester is the heart of the free state. But finding an apartment when you're out of state can be a major pain in the... You need Prickle. Prickle has apartment rentals designed to meet your needs. There's no minimum length of stay. They accept payment in silver or gold. And responsible firearms owners are welcome. To find your new home in the heart of Manchester's growing Liberty Enclave, log on right now to Prickle.com. That's P-R-I-C-L dot com. This 
to Free Talk Live. It's your show, the live Saturday edition, and you can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us. They include the Shrine of Female listeners, dozens of ladies who've sent us their validated photo to prove they listen to the show. Head over to shrine.freetalklive.com and see what that's all about. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. And you can travel less and meet online. Try WebEx free. Go to webex.com, enter the promo code 600, and start your free trial of WebEx. That's WebEx, W-E-B-E-X.com. Use the promo code 600 and start your free trial of WebEx today. We're talking about a uh, couch situation because <laughs> a couch in my tenant's lawn and i don't really care about it the neighbors don't appear to care about it but the city is threatening me now and i'm going to court over it on wednesday uh wednesday morning and i'm basically gonna you know give them the opportunity to back down because i'm not backing down and i want to go back to your calls here and, and ask again is there anybody out there that thinks the uh, the city's doing the right thing here and threatening me with violence over a couch in my my lawn if you don't think there's violence involved there is if i don't pay their fine and i don't go to their courtroom they're going to send violent men with guns to uh, violently take me to their courtroom and if i don't want to go to their courtroom then it'll become a life and death situation so i'm going to go under duress and we'll see what happens we'll let you know uh, on the program but let's go back to philip listening to wftl in florida now philip you were beginning to tell us uh, in an unrelated note that uh, we are on wftl occasionally during the football season because of preemption and that's the way things are yeah and, and what they'll do is just your host shows will be canceled for that evening and, and, and it's, it's been done consecutively weekends in a row where sometimes you're only on once a month and then sometimes they'll they'll knife your show in half or something like or well, three this quarters. Is, this is one of those things that uh, we have to just understand, being a nighttime radio program, that there are going to be sports preemptions for Free Talk Live. It's unfortunate. Uh, obviously, yeah. I, if I had it my way, no talk station in America would air sports, but that's just the way things are. Your so. show is so Well, well, one of the way that um, it, one of the reasons that Free Talk Live has gotten on to some big stations like WFTL is because of our, our very yeah our, our flexibility for the program directors. And at that at this point in our careers, you know, we're growing the show. We're getting on more and more stations. We're adding new stations every month. So that's you know it's it's the best thing for us. Let me tell you the best thing you can do, and everybody else listening uh, that that is only for instance getting the Saturday show. Call up the station, tell them thanks. Thank you for airing the show, number one. And number two, ask them nicely to air all six nights of the program. At least then you'll get, you know, four or five or six nights instead of uh, just, you know, every so often on Saturdays. Okay, about the, 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 what condition was the, the van in and, and the, it was in the yard? The oh, it's couch. not a van, it's a couch. A couch, what condition, was it, uh, was it in a good condition? It seems it's to be, a couch in the yard. It, <laughs> visibly, it looks fine, but it's not. Well, it's, it's not classy. But no. the rest of the yard looks, you know, is mowed nicely around it. It, 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 it seems incongruous, and I never even noticed the thing. And I've, I, I come, I come here every day. Well, down here we we can't have anything in our yard like that because sure, it rains here a lot. Things it, things get wet and, and they stink, and they actually have patrols here, believe it or not, <laughs> of officers that walk. And sniff uh, block by block, and if they smell mold or mildew, they will serve you. Wow! Yeah, I, I believe it. Joking. I used to live in Florida, so I, I totally believe that. I am absolutely not joking, and they will draw guns. They are not hesitant. I've seen them draw guns on the home. Somebody oh had a, a sheriff statute. You know what? It's a 
What? They saw the, the the owner of the home sawed off the wings of the statue, and it fell out of compliance with the homeowners. And they oh. served, and they they said that the wings had to stay on the statue. I'd like to point something out here. I heard you mention homeowners, and I want to point something out. I do not live in a deed restricted neighborhood, so I don't have a homeowners agreement. I have never signed anything. So if what if what you're referring to is a situation where you've got a homeowner who has signed a contract, has signed an agreement saying I will abide by these uh, these rules and regulations, then absolutely they should be held to their agreement. In that case, I fully agree with them. Uh, you know, being able to be taken to arbitration over those issues. Um, this is one of the reasons why I will never live in a deed-restricted neighborhood. I have no interest in allowing other people to control my property with their, uh, you know, at their whims. Any other thoughts for us tonight? Yeah, that's all. Thanks, Philip, for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. Let's talk to Dave, listening in Keene to WKBK. Dave, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how's it going hey, up there? What's on your mind, dude? Well, I think you ought to just take the couch away from your property and get it all over with, because obviously couch has been there for a long time, causing a problem. It not, no, it, it's it not causing a problem. Well, it is They're causing ca- See, let me see if I can no explain this, Dave. They are causing well, the problem. I, I, I've already listened to you for the last 15 minutes, yeah. and I, I'm well aware of the situation. But it's obviously causing a problem because the city or wherever you live wouldn't bother to be sending people over to your property to deal with this thing. So just, just get the they couch wouldn't off bother. the wall and tell all your tenants not to leave junk on the property, and it'll all be taken care of. I kind of agree with you. I, Dave, I kind of agree with you about uh, you know how to handle the couch. However, don't sure. you think that um, here in America that my, uh, my cantankerous uh, co-host here should be able to face <laughs> this accuser? Well, I, absolutely. That I find reprehensible. They should be having the person that made the complaint right there. They should make that person known to you. I'm really upset about that. Right. Here's but, my, all however, I'm saying is if that person had just yeah, come over and said, hi, I'm you know, your neighbor down the street. Yeah, I don't really like I this agree. couch. And that's, that's the adult way to do things. That's really all he said, accuser. David. That's really all he said that he wants in his, uh, you know, in his uh, sort yeah. of, you know, when he goes to the the hearing here yeah. or whatever. I'm not doing anything until I meet the person who has actually had a problem with the couch. Not going to do anything. Well, I'm about with it. you on that. All I'm right. with you that you should be able to face your accuser in court. But cause we all spend way too much money on our taxes and courts. Yes. Get the get your get your tenants to get the couch off the property. Well, now, hold on a second. Now, if the the complainant had come over and talked to (laughs) my uh, partner here, likely the couch would have been gone already. I'm talking about the greater good. I'm talking about the greater good of the community. Who who defines that, Dave? Not for your own edification. I'm talking about not tying up our legal system anymore. Oh, hey, you know what, Dave? I'm with you, man. I don't want to go to court. <laughs> Look, I, I, the only reason I would go to court is because they're going to hurt me if I don't. Uh, they're the ones yeah, that decided will, to initiate this. They will send men with guns to shoot you, but they do Oh, yes, they will. The Wait a minute. Have you ever not shown up to court before? Sure. What do they do? Well, what they're going to do is subpoena you again, and then they'll issue an arrest warrant. Then what do they do? That's the guy they with the gun. They come and get you. But with guns, like right? They're trying to shoot you with guns. Well, wait a minute. What if I don't? Wait, wait, wait. What if I don't? Well, hold trying, on. What if I don't open the door? Trying to make you fulfill your community duties. No, no. Hold, look, we can get to that community duties in a moment. But what if I don't open the door when they come to get me? I'm not sure. They'll probably knock it down. Yeah, and then what if I don't there. want to leave with them? What if I say I'm a free person, and who do you think you are? You've no victim. Well, if, if you're foolish enough to go that 
ball uh, or something as silly as so, a couch on your front so yard. So there is I violence. Really don't doubt, I really don't think they're going to shoot you. Right. Well, <laughs> you they'll know, probably, tase, they'll probably try to taser him, but, um, yeah. you know, it, there are uh, well, there have I been felt, instances. I've dealt with the legal system in a few different cases, and generally they, they're not there to try to hurt you. They really aren't. Well, yes, they are, they're actually. Mostly they're mostly there to get your money. They're there to waste your time <laughs> and to get <laughs> your money, they and that's damage. If they're getting money from you and you haven't hurt harmed yeah. anybody else, then they are trying to hurt you. They're trying to well, hurt your really pocketbook. Hurt you. They're they, trying they to hurt your bank account. No, I they're agree. not trying to... I wait agree. a minute, Dave. I'm sorry. I can't agree <laughs> with anything you're saying. They're not giving me a break. I was fine. My neighbors were fine. My tenants were fine. Then all of a sudden, the city comes oh. along and initiates action against me. So the city is the one that should be blamed for causing this court situation. I did not ask to go to court. They demanded I go to their court. You, you, they find you, and you still didn't take any action about getting. I have of the no couch. obligation to take action, do I? <laughs> well, it, well Dave, you're rather foolish. If, you're if, rather foolish not to. Why? I, I agree with you, Dave. I, I, I totally agree with you uh, that, that that poking the tiger with a sharp stick is silly. I'm not poking anything. However, they're poking me. If the city really wanted to save you money, Dave, and they, you know, they don't, they would have gone and got not the complainant, city. and they would have said, "Okay, let's let's talk about this. Everybody talk about this like an adult." Right. And the couch would have been gone the next day. They could have avoided the process entirely. But what they want to do is, have. in fact, take $100 from you, and then the complainant uh, you know, gets to remain anonymous, and that's really a snitch society I want you to tell me, Dave, about this obligation. You're suggesting that they gave me this fine, I should have just gone ahead and done something about it, and that I'm foolish for well, not you, doing I so. I you said that they already fined you, and you had paid it. They no. fined your, something to your tenant. Oh, no, I'm not, so. going to pay those, I'm not going to pay this fine. I, hang on, I'm going to bring you back. We'll talk more about this. 800-259-9231. One, and where did the obligation come from? Maybe Dave can answer that question. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday show. Your toll-free number to dial in and bring up what you want is 800-259-9231. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are free. And if you like the show, want to help support Free Talk Live, there are a few online things that we'd like you to do for us. I'm going to run through them here shortly. Vote. You can vote for us once a month, and we need some help in the votes this month. We did pretty well in the beginning of the month, and the lead that we had in first... We were in first place, and are, I think, still in first sure. place. Uh, <clears throat> but we're not in first place by too many votes. So we need you to go to vote.freetalklive.com. And cast a vote for the show. All you need is an email address. Won't be sold. Won't be spammed. And it's a great way to help uh, Free Talk Live stay at the top of the charts. And if we stay at the top of the charts, more people will be attracted to the program. There's something else, though. Uh, we could also use your dig. If you're familiar with the website, dig.com, uh, they have a podcast section, and we're trying to move up the rankings there. So head over to dig.freetalklive.com and cast uh, your, I guess, cast your dig, dig your dig. Yeah. Do your dig. Anyway, go to dig.freetalklive.com and uh, take care of that for us as well, which uh, would be much appreciated. And finally, podcast awards. Yeah, go to podcastawards.com and nominate Free Talk Live in the best political podcast category. We have till just another three days or so to get all the nominations in, so we definitely need your help with that. Podcastawards.com. Nominate Free Talk Live. As we go back to your phone calls about what you want, Dave is still on the line listening in Keene to WKBK. Now, Dave, I wanted to bring you back. Because we're Hello. talking about this this couch uh, that's in the lawn, and I want to make sure we have this discussion. I think it's an important discussion. You seem like an intelligent guy, so I want to make sure we, we can complete this here. And we're talking about this Absolutely. couch that uh, that my tenants have in their lawn. The city has decided to initiate a force against me, to aggress against me, to threaten me with their paperwork, their fines, and their courts. 
And uh, so you had actually suggested earlier that I was being foolish for doing what I'm doing, and that is non-cooperating. I'm refusing to pay, and I'm refusing to obey. You're saying that's foolish because I should just go ahead and take care of it. Is that accurate? Describe what you said earlier. What I would say is that um, all municipalities have a code that is uh, right out there for everyone to go look at. Mm -hmm. It was probably in place for a long time. Maybe. And you could actually go visit the municipality's online website and find out the code. You'll probably find they have some kind of ordinance against having junk on your phone. Oh, they absolutely do. They absolutely do. But once, right? Once you once you know that that's already there, you're responsible as a citizen. Uh, that's the part I disagree with. Uh, first of all, I don't think you can uh, prove that well, I'm a. First of all, I don't all, think you should bother stopping for stop signs either. You know, if there's nobody around, I I don't. Um, so well, I think you're a bad citizen then. So you're. I don't. You're I, you know, I don't accept. Yourself. I don't. I don't. I don't really consider myself a citizen. And let's get into that here because you're talking about well, their ordinances. Then why do you don't even just go to jail? Don't worry about it. Well, let me explain something to you. You're talking about their ordinances, and you mentioned the municipality. Our ordinances. Nope, they're their ordinances. ordinances. Nope, I'm not part of their municipality. Can you explain to me factually what a municipality is, Dave? You decided to buy a piece of property in their place. You are responsible. Uh, Nope. Can you explain to me what a municipality is, Dave, before we go on? Sure. It's the governing organization that dictates how people must behave to ensure a proper modicum of behavior in an area. Um, now, Dave, you said that if you buy a piece of property in an area, you're responsible to uh, obey the uh, laws of the municipality. Right, right. If you were born in a municipality and you no, lived there all your life, born, would you still be responsible? If you chose, if you chose or you choose to remain. This is a free country. You can go wherever you want. If you so don't like you have the freedom you are, to leave. You can go anywhere you want. Sure. You so, have the freedom right. to leave, right? Right. So you're saying I have the freedom to go and choose other groups of men and women who are going to try to rule over my life? Or you can go ahead and try to change the laws. If you don't oh, like so I should work within the system the and beg the uh, beg right, my masters, I right? Beg. I didn't say beg, but the laws are usually there for a good reason. And now, um, usually there. At one time, there like was, it, in, I believe it was in the 60s, Dave, that they uh, had laws down in the South that black people couldn't oh, sit at the front of the bus. The and Rosa Parks decided that she wasn't going to, to, to obey that law. She decided to sit at the front of the bus. Was Rosa Parks a bad citizen? you want you can go way back to the 1200s and 1100s i could nothing is but perfect nothing is perfect I you just, didn't answer the well, question I, my, my, I'm, what i'm trying to draw the conclusion here dave is you, you said that my partner's a bad uh bad individual and um oh, i didn't tr- say that you, no say you said he was a bad citizen bad citizen okay i wanted to find out if rosa parks was a bad citizen for disobeying the laws of her municipality where she was supposed to get up out of the seat well, and give it to the white person i think those laws go a lot further they go right to the constitution well you're talking about does not you're talking about is junk well, you, what, if the constitution uh you know guarantees right to life liberty and and property then maybe they do well you know it, you can you can draw that out as far as you want but you know if we want to stay within reasonable bounds well i think it's fair that i think it's fair that everybody gets property are not even close to the same thing. i think it's fair that everybody gets tra- treated the same no matter what race they are and i think it's fair that everybody gets to do with their property as they to wish do with junk on your property Do, does the city hold on a second dave racism. wait a minute one man's junk is another man's treasure and besides that i want to know from you does the uh, the city of Keene, uh, does the municipality do they actually own all the property that they claim dominion over of course they don't own it that's not that's a very so if they don't question, own how do they the property how do like they that? have the right to control the property is it because i moved here that they have the right to control my property even though they don't own it those are, are such rhetorical 
requests. They're legitimate questions, questions sir. Have any bearing on you have no answer, on. do you? You just you just don't have a no, good no, answer. No, that's not a that's a rhetorical question. It doesn't deserve any any kind of response. Don't you think there should be a philosophy of you know a philosophy? I mean, the the art constitution's based on sort of the well, I, uh, you know what I enlightenment think you philosophy. Probably shouldn't bother registering your car. I don't think you should register to vote. I don't think you should bother paying your taxes. Either. I see where you're coming from think, on that. I think you should benefit. You should benefit from all the good things of our society, like the police and the fire department. But I don't think you should hold to anything else that they might want a good citizen. I, I see what you're saying sense. there, Dave. I, I see that where you're coming sense. from on that. And what I'd like think? to point out, Dave, that uh, in regards to what you're suggesting, there are more people, and I'm one of them included, that uh, are doing more and more, or rather not doing more and more, that the government normally demands. Uh, there are a number of people here in Keene that are not uh, dr- that are driving without uh, car registration. Uh, we've had success. We've had victories uh, in your very own courts uh, over that particular issue. And so, yes, so we are seeing things like that, and I myself am moving more and more in those directions uh, over time. In fact, I should be getting a car here, and I will be promptly uh, attempting to get, I think, what they call a salvage title on it. I'll be pulling off any sort of New Hampshire tags, and I will be doing exactly uh, as you suggested. So just wait. All that stuff is coming, and it's going to be exciting because more and more people are going to non-cooperate. And then what do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen, Dave, when you've got a whole bunch of people, let's say a few dozen people in uh, the city of Keene, in the area or geographical designation of known as the city of Keene, that are uh, just not, not complying. They're not hurting people. They're not being violent. They're not destroying property. But they're just not going to comply with these arbitrary uh, rules by the people calling themselves government. What do you think will occur? Get money for oil. People won't get money to help them when they're in trouble. When they go to the hospital, there'll be nothing to pay for it. You have to have some kind of rules in society, and you have to have some kind of modicum of order. And if things go the way you want, you want chaos. Well, I don't want chaos. I never suggested well, chaos. Dave, do you absolutely chaos? Do you think that uh, the people that don't yeah. have the money yeah. to? Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, uh, it, the I, whole I, idea I, of being able to have any social services revolves around people trying to follow some kind well, of not, order. My, my partner you never asked for any social services. Yeah, I don't want any social not, services. Dave, I have Dave. a question about people wanting people oil. Pay for their problems. Do you want people not to have money? Given to them by the government to take care of them when they have a tr- have a problem. I want Dave, private charities to take care of Dave. Dave I want uh, private when, charities when some, to take care of people that have problems. Thank you very much, Mark. What, go ahead with your question. I was just wondering about people who uh, you know that that you know don't have oil for the winter or something like that. The fact that they may not have oil for the winter and may have squandered their money up to that point. I mean, I'm sure they had cigarettes and beer in their house up to there. Um, <laughs> I'm wondering, do I have the obligation? Now, I'm not saying I wouldn't be willing to help somebody who's cold. I'm just saying, do I have the obligation to help that person? No, well, maybe maybe it's people that don't want to follow some minor rules and regulations to keep the entire society uh, uh, in some kind of ease. Do you know what a society is, operation. Dave? Can you define society? Well, I'm not going to answer rhetorical questions. You know, you don't like to answer thing. the tough no. questions is no, what no, it is, I, Dave. Thanks for the call tonight. Re- Appreciate it. We gave you a couple segments, and you wouldn't answer the tough questions. Society, as I understand They're it, hard questions. is a voluntary association of individuals joined together for a common purpose. So if society is, is, you know, if he's saying he's got all these rules in his society, that's fine. He's voluntarily chosen to obey those rules of his society, which his society is a coercive society. I am an advocate of transitioning from the coercive society that many people inhabit today, most people inhabit today, to a fully voluntary, consensual-based society, where all of the services he's talking about, helping people that need help, uh, poor people or cold people or whatever it is that they, they need help with, would all be done on a voluntary consent-based uh, consent 
basis, as charities do. The people that are really helping people out there in the world are the Salvation Army and the United Way and other various different charitable organizations that are out there doing great work completely on a voluntary basis, funding themselves by persuading people to give them money because they're just worth it. It's worth giving these people money because they're it's helping. It's a lot more efficient, too. The government uh, squanders uh, a great deal of the money they get, and uh, it's, it's a very if inefficient way to take care of poor people. I'm just asking people to behave voluntarily and behave honorably. What's wrong with that? 800-259-9231. Stop threatening your neighbors for things that they're doing that you don't like. More is on the way. It's Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. Just dial toll-free to 1-800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line, as we launch here at hour number two of the live Saturday edition of the program. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website. FreeTalkLive.com is the place to go. All the features are free. Those other talk show hosts that you might hear on your radio stations, very, very few of them want to give you their websites free. We do. FreeTalkLive.com. Calls are loaded up. If you've been waiting, continue. We will get to you if you're on hold. Uh, So be patient as we get to first to Errol in Florida listening to WFTL. Errol, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, how you doing, guys? Hey, just great. What's on your mind, Errol? Listen, I, I didn't really hear the whole story about the, the couch thing that you have on your lawn. But what really prompted me to call is just I'm just fed up with, with number one, the system, and number two, this guy Dave who called you telling you that you should just conform yep. to this idea that you have to follow what the system says. This is America. They forget we live in America. We're not living in Russia. Well, we they believe... Communist. Well, yes. I mean, America is very, very communist. You're right about that. Uh, it's very socialist, very fascist, and people don't yeah. realize it. They've been told that communism is freedom, and they believe it. People and the like only Dave. way you can have a fascist is if you're gassing Jews and have a swastika and jackboots right. and the whole thing. And people like Dave, and again, for people just tuning in, we're talking about this guy that called in last hour to rake, try to rake me over the coals. Of course, he well, wouldn't he answer any of my questions. He just said go along to get along, and he, and he made right. the point that you should be able to face your accuser in America. Well, and he claims, though, that I have some obligation to this system, that I have, uh, by moving somewhere, somehow uh, consented to all of these arbitrary ordinances that other regular men and women wrote down on pieces of paper. Doesn't that seem kind of uh, ludicrous to you? It is it's ridiculous. That's what I'm sitting here saying. I'm saying, this is your property. Isn't it your property? I think so. I mean, I paid for it. <laughs> I... You paid for it, and you're paying your taxes for it. I mean, everybody has their right to own property and to do whatever you... No, I mean, you're not going to do anything ridiculous. But I don't think having a couch on your, on your lawn for recreation, that your neighbor, if your neighbor is upset with you, that's his or her problem. Why are you going to be upset? Because So then if I have uh, something that's good for my health, like a plant sticking out of the back of my yard and it's not offending anybody, and my neighbor peep over my fence and say, that's an offensive plant, as long as it's not uh, a ganja plant or something, I should remove it then? This is America. I think you should, I, hey, if it's Dave, a ganja plant, I, I think you should be able to... that he should go live in Russia. <laughs> and don't, don't come under here talking that kind of crap, because we're Americans. I love you, we? Errol. Thank you for the call. It was great. Pre- appreciate it, man. 800-259-9231. We need more people like Errol. 
out there. Uh, and non-cooperation, I think, is really a key factor here because clearly it upsets people that are so within the system, so indoctrinated. It kind of wraps them over the head, you know, a little, uh, hey, McFly, let's pay attention to what's really going on here. And that is that these government people, these people calling themselves the city or wherever the town, wherever well, it is you I don't live, think that, I, I don't they think, think they own you no, and your property. I, I, I disagree. I don't think Dave uh, thought that, uh, that non-cooperation is unacceptable behavior because he did agree that, uh, or it seemed so, that he agreed that uh, Rosa Parks was not wrong in not giving up her seat. Um, she, he just believes that you should cooperate in this particular instance. Use the system that to change sh- the system. Well, that you should go along to get along. I don't even know that he necessarily... He did say that. He said, uh, you, you, should, you should use the system. It's a paraphrase of what he said. He said we should, you know, try to change the system. Work inside it. Which I refuse. You know, I didn't I've, hear that. But. I've tried to change the system. I spent you know a few years of my life working in the system, and it's a waste of time and effort. Uh, our non-cooperative. I don't know where your obligation to try to change the system from the inside. There is came. no obligation. It's just Dave, people like Dave begging us to uh, grant their system legitimacy by working within it. And when we're having real success, real tangible success, by having just a handful of people non-cooperate, if we could have 50 people non-cooperating, it'd be curtains for the government. They wouldn't know, how, they wouldn't know what to do. They wouldn't have enough jail space for all those people. Let's continue. And again, I'm talking about – I'm not talking about being violent. I'm not talking about destroying property, destroying lives, hurting people. No. I'm just talking about living your life as you see fit. That's all. Peaceful. We continue. Talk to Manuel in New York on the Amp Line. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Manuel. Hello. I think you should be able to smoke a bowl on your couch while selling sex and food out of your lawn. <laughs> I think that should be legal. You're a man you know, after my heart. The previous caller, Dave, says that the city, he, he even admitted the city does not own your property, yet somehow the city gets control what you're, what you should do on it. And I think that really does not fall out of anything. He has no principles. No philosophy on freedom or property or anything else. It's a magic... Isn't isn't it like a magic kind of fairy tale land sort of story? The idea that, well, because you moved into this geographic region, uh, and even though you own the property, you don't actually get to decide what to do with it, because our board of bureaucrats will get to decide those things. I guess my question there would be, how did the geographic region, um, how did they get the right to, you know, have that sort of, uh, those those rules? Some people went into a voting booth and checked a box. I, I don't really... Honestly, believe you can't. You can't uh, have those two together. Either the city owns your property, or it doesn't. And if it does, how how does it do it? You know, the city didn't buy it, didn't spend the money on it, it doesn't live there. The bureaucrats do not live where you do. You right. have every prior and better claim to that property than anyone else. Right here so in New Hampshire, the, the citizens uh, of New Hampshire back in the 1700s fought for their freedom uh, from uh, King George. Now they should have just shut up and used the system. One could claim that those uh, those citizens, every single one of them in the state of New Hampshire, agreed that we will have a system where we uh, vote on things. Uh, you know, and the majority rules in that system. But that doesn't bind your kids. Uh, well, I, I think that yeah, it would. No. You know, it, 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 it could. Doesn't. It could. However, um, then you would have to ask the question, didn't King George have a legitimate government? If so, why didn't he? Mm. I mean, his government was legitimate, and these people went and took it from him. Right. So, therefore, couldn't – and they took King George's property. Couldn't I just take a knife, slit your throat, take your wallet? Wouldn't it ju- be legitimately mine? That's what happened during the Revolutionary War. Good question. Manuel, your thoughts? Well, uh, I don't think that uh, the state is legitimate, and uh, they—I think that the previous caller Dave was uh, wrong in every almost every, everything he said. I'm he hoping was that just sort of 
I'm hoping that people like Dave will listen and, you know, hopefully absorb this information and, and come around to the paradigm shift that's necessary to understand that it's wrong to aggress against your neighbor, even if even if they're painting their house an ugly color, even if they're putting in windows that you don't like, even if they're growing a marijuana plant in their backyard, even if, you know, they're doing things, again, that you disagree with, it's wrong to aggress against them. We need to honor our neighbor's choices. We need to allow our neighbors to live their lives how they want to. Now, if the neighbors begin in somehow do, some way do us harm, if they destroy some of our property, if they just, you know, if they hurt your wife or something like that, then there's a real issue there, and that needs to be resolved. But somebody putting a piece of furniture out in their lawn, while it may be tacky, it and, is. It may, and it may be unsightly, it's I none of your, unless you live in a deed-restricted area where people have explicitly agreed to follow certain rules about their property, that's your problem for living in an undeed-restricted area. And this whole idea that just by moving into a uh, geopolitical zone con- is, a, is a consent process, the idea of stepping across an invisible line in the sand, no other contract uh, works that way. I mean, that's just a, it's such a cop-out from these government people to say that, well, well it's a social contract, and uh, even though it doesn't actually exist, it does exist. That's basically yeah, what they're absolutely. saying. Absolutely, I agree. I don't think that people should be able. I don't think I don't want to tell people how they should live and no. how they should manage their Me own neither. property. You know, that's up, that's up to the individual person. And if you don't like their choices, well, you know, that's just too bad. Go you have start a house your own. There, you don't like well. That's not your house. You don't have a say on that. Right. You might not like it, but you're going to have to deal with it. You go, it. go move into a neighborhood where everybody's agreed to have the same height of grass, the same type of grass, the same colored paints on the house, the same this and that, and you go, will just have a happy little life. And you leave people like me, not you, Manuel, but those who want to control others, leave people like us alone. We're not hurting you. Thanks, Manuel, for the call. Appreciate it. We continue. Uh, Brian, listening in Grafton to WNTK-FM. Brian, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey guys, how's it going? Hey, what's on your mind? Um, I um, I, I welcome all you guys that are coming up here to try and save this state. Thank you. Um, you um, haven't totally convinced me to work outside the system, but I live in Grafton, a town where we have a very small planning board, and uh, I'm and no zoning laws. No zoning laws, no building permits. So, uh, how is it? No that we, what is the point of a planning board when you have no zoning laws and no building permits? Uh, some people want to come up with a master plan, <laughs> just like they did in Germany back in the day. Um, but I, the victim in in this um, uh, is the taxpayer. Mm. Um, you've got bureaucrat Paul hassling you for no reason. Um, right now, some of uh, some people in this this county are battling a thirty-eight million dollar prison. My goodness! It was made with secret deals. I want to come back to you here in a moment and talk about the issue of working within the system. I don't think it's completely worthless. I just don't put my focus on it. Hang on. We're going to bring back uh, Brian. Take your calls as well. we got a bunch of guys on hold. Please hang on. And ladies, you come first if you dial in at 800-259-9231. Free Talk Live, it's the live Saturday show, and you can bring up anything. Just dial toll-free at 1-800-259-9231, the Sickle CAI toll-free line. That's 800-259-9231, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us. And those include, by the way, the bulletin board system. We've got over 400,000 posts. There's a lot to talk about, and a lot of people interacting there. It's free, too, by the way. Go over to bbs.freetalklive.com 
and get interactive, get signed up. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. Do you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections? SACL CAI does collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL's employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. They know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep your clients, too. SACL CAI. Check out their banner at freetalklive.com. So we've been talking about non-cooperation throughout the program tonight, taking calls on a various different uh, related subjects. And, of course, you can call about anything uh, at 1-800-259-9231. And we are on the line, actually. We're going to bring back Brian listening in New Hampshire in Grafton to WNTK-FM. And, Brian, you're talking about how you haven't uh, really given up on the, the whole idea of working within the system. And I have to say, I, under- I, have to say I understand. Uh, you know, you're in a place where working within the system is much more, well, possible uh grafton's like population of a thousand or fifteen hundred people or something like that if that uh so you really can have an effect if you are working within a system like that but as far as working within like the federal system that's a total waste of time and effort so it's like the bigger the the bigger the system the more established and entrenched it is the uh, the more of a waste of time it is if that makes any sense are you there brian oh i definitely agree the federal government has been lost isn't it time to secede? Isn't years. it beyond time to secede from the federal government? I would love it. Um, it I think we've got to take baby steps. Um, the town of Grafton has a United Nations uh, Secession Act um, claiming that the uh, United Nations has no authority in the town of Grafton, <laughs> and that barely missed passing um, during the last election, as did uh, doing away with the planning board. You know, you were talking. You mentioned before we went to the break. There, you mentioned that they're they're planning like a thirty-eight million dollar prison, and that's a lot of millions for a little town of a thousand people or however well, many people. Well, well, it's it's for, for it's for the entire county. At you, that, you know, I basically, see. the further away you get from the local town, you get to the county. That's the next step, and you get a thirty-eight million dollar prison. But which you are raise... too you are too keen on uh, building that uh, that new prison. God no! So it's going to raise my. It's going to raise county taxes uh 31 percent wow. over three years that's amazing and, and, and the uh you know the well-connected uh bond company will make seventy thousand dollars for signing a few papers here's what i would suggest i mean i'm again like i said i'm not going to be i'm not totally down on working in inside the system but if you keep running into brick walls for instance if you uh and your your whoever else you're organizing with there can't get this prison uh stopped or you're you just keep they just keep putting, putting up walls you keep being frustrated but uh, and your efforts aren't really getting anywhere if that's what you keep running into then i really think it's time to look at uh, non-cooperative options as far as if you get enough people together who are basically going to tell the government, hey, look, we don't want your prison. Uh, we're tired of you arresting people for smoking marijuana. I mean, we all know that's the reason why you need a new prison anyway is because you're filling up the damn prison with a bunch of uh, potheads and heroin users and stuff like that, people that have never harmed anybody else uh, for the most part. That's why they need a new prison in the first place. So you basically get together and say, hey, look, you know, we don't want to – we don't consent to building this new prison, and uh, we're just going to give you maybe – Fifty percent of the property taxes this time around, and essentially have uh, what what would basically be a property tax revolt. I understand that people would be frightened about doing that because they'd be scared the government would be able to come and take their property. But there is strength in numbers, and if you could get enough people to do something like that, I think you'd be untouchable. Um, possibly, possibly, but uh, um, something to think the, about. Not trying to uh, you know, yeah, persuade you, know, you into just, it here. I just had a, a young. Uh, a young child born, Evie Rose, Mark, 14 you can relate, days right? ago. Yep. Mark's got um, a new... And uh, we, my wife and I have thus far decided not to saddle her with a Social Security number. Oh, so excellent, excellent so choice. They can't, 
they can't claim that she signed up for anything. It's a voluntary program, of course, yep. and she will be able to decide when the time is right. Brian, it's good hearing from you tonight. Appreciate your call. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. We continue with Mark listening in Ohio. You're on Free Talk Live. Mark. Mark in Ohio going once. Like, yes, yeah, thank you. What I'd like to hear is actually the person who uh, complained about this actually call your radio station if they're listening and I'd like to hear their side of the story, actually. Now, wait a minute. Do you mean the original person who complained to the code enforcement bureaucrats or the code enforcement bureaucrat that came and littered on my property? The, actually, both of them, because <laughs> they shouldn't have littered on your property anyway. But I would like to hear from the person who did the original complaint. Me too. I really would. I would have liked to have had that person just come to my front door, say hi, introduce themselves, yep. and talk to me like an adult. But uh, that person never did that. I would still accept that at this point. I would say, hey, you know, let's yep. try to make this right and let's act like adults here instead of and calling in mommy to, government. And, and you're willing to remove the couch once you speak to the person and they ask you like an adult to remove it. Yeah. Is that correct? Yep, I absolutely am. It sounds fair to me. I think so. So yep. we'll see what happens I, on, in court. I agree. That's all I needed to say. Great call. Thank you, Thank you sir. 800-259-9231. You bring up anything, we go to Steve, listening in Colorado. Been waiting patiently. Steve, you're on Free Talk Live. Steve, Colorado. Going once? Hey, there. Hey, you're on the air. Well, I got my, um, I got my request from the Libertarian Party for donations or whatever, <laughs> and uh, it, came in, it came with this uh, self-addressed stamp envelope, you know, one of those... Uh, you know, no post required things. Mm -hmm. So I took my libertarian card out of my wallet and with a, some bit of hesitation, uh, maybe just a nostalgic thing, cut it up, <laughs> put it in the envelope with a note that said, when Bob Barr and his ilk are out of the party, I will rejoin. And I sealed it up and I dropped it into a Mailbox, and I went and ate some sushi. I have a feeling <laughs> you're going to be waiting a long time. Uh, you know, I, I do. Uh, I do, too. Um, the Libertarian Party, now, I, I actually joined with hesitation. Uh, I, I always really regarded them as a party mostly composed of kooks, but there were enough <laughs> non-kooks in the party to make me want to join, and it was Harry Brown that made me want to join. There are kooks in uh, every political party. I'd just like to point uh, that out. <laughs> yeah, there are. And... Um, you know, the, I I went ahead and said I took the plunge. It was Harry Brown that made me want to join. Mm -hmm. And um, me too. And in fact, it was Harry Brown that turned me on to this show. In, in his uh, failing health days, he said, "Oh, you know, stay tuned." His voice was really weak, and he said, "Stay tuned for." Uh, I can't remember if you were on before him or after, but Wait, he said, we came on. Uh, it was uh, before. Yeah, it was before Harry. Before, yeah, and he said, "Yeah, stay tuned to Free Market Live." <laughs> Uh, he, and he goes with Ian Bernard. He's a great libertarian. Then, then he paused and he said, "No, no, free talk live. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is." <laughs> you know, his, his, he wasn't really very coherent. Um, and I, the so fact I did, that I, he kept I, I doing those shows almost up to the very end, though, was incredible dedication. Remarkable. Uh, you're talking about yes, Harry Brown, by the way. I should mention who he is. He was the presidential Libertarian Party presidential candidate uh, two years, actually, in 1996 and in the year 2000. And like you, uh, it was because of Harry Brown and his wonderful ability to communicate the ideas of liberty that brought me involved uh, into this movement as well. I also, like you, spent many years working within the Libertarian Party, watching it just right. de just deteriorate from the inside out as it was taken over, and I thank you for your sharing your story sure. tonight. And thank you for the call. Just watching it deteriorate and break down as it was uh, infiltrated and taken over by these uh, people, conservative, uh, neocon types that wanted to just 
water down the party and make it so it didn't have any principle anymore. And I quit earlier in this year, and really, I'm not coming back. There's no reason for it. The federal government's a lost cause anyway. More on the way. It's Free Talk Live. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition, and you can bring up anything. Just dial toll-free to 1-800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those, including live streams. We've got a broadband version, dial-up version, and a webcam version of the show. Head to listen.freetalklive.com to take advantage of all that totally free. That's listen.freetalklive.com. And you need to know the world's largest machine gun shoot and military gun show is happening October 10th, 11th, and 12th at Knob Creek Gun Range. It's fun for the whole family with machine guns and flamethrowers for rent. That's Heli- good for the family. That is fun. Uh-huh. Helicopter rides and 800 tables showcasing handguns, rifles, shotguns, and more. Opens at 9 a.m., $10 per person, knobcreekrange.com. That's knobcreekrange.com. You're not being sarcastic there, Mark. I mean, I remember when I was growing up uh, going to the gun range with my dad was a quite a learning, useful experience for me. It was my dad cool. uh, used to take me out and teach me. You know, he taught me how to use a rifle. Absolutely. And if I had had the ability, uh, the option, or known about Knob Creek Gun Range, and we could have gone and done that night shoot thing, wait, can you describe that real quick? What, what they, that is? they take incendiary rounds. I guess uh, some guys with machine guns, incendiary rounds, shoot uh, 55 gallon metal barrels full of diesel fuel. That's that the grand been, finale. Yeah, that would have been way more cool than just the gun range down in Florida. So, if you want the ultimate in coolness, knobcreekrange.com. All right, we continue with your calls. Ladies first, Claire is waiting, uh, listening to WXNT in Indianapolis. Well, yes, first of all, I'm so pleased that I had to wait because I've called a few times before and I got right through. And that means, I think, that so many more people are calling you and you guys are great. Thank you, Claire. Thank you, Claire. What's and on your mind tonight? Pardon? What's on your mind tonight? Why were you calling? Well, I'm thinking that, um, you know, our, our wonderful founding fathers, if you will, were so brilliant. I, uh, I, don't, I, I don't think we still appreciate the brilliance of, of what they did and how they thought. And most of them, they weren't uh, politicians um, full-time. They were farmers. They were this and that. And I think things have gotten to the point where, the politicians now figure that's their full-time job. Mm-hmm. And it's like peeling an onion. You know, we have to go back, back, and peel the, peel the onion back to the core of what brought this country or started this country to begin with. It's an interesting you know? point. I like the, uh, the, the, you know, the founding principles of the country, liberty, um, you know, the right of a person to be yes, able to do what they want, I, to be sovereign over their own stuff. I think they met the best. Yep. I think our founding fathers were pure in heart. I think that the I wish they'd have taken care not. of that slavery thing right away. Yeah. I wish they'd have taken care of that right away, but they had a they're, lot of problems they, with it. They are fallible. They're human beings. Uh, they had problems, as you say. Owning slaves was certainly one of the many, and of course, many of the, the so-called founding fathers I don't think did have the best of intentions. People like uh, it, what was it? Hamilton. Uh, Hamilton, who were very clearly in favor of a centralized state, uh, central banking, things like that. Uh, the, so those guys did not have the best of intentions. They wanted more power and to aggregate more power centrally. So those guys guys were kind of bad news. But certainly Madison and Jefferson. But yeah, a lot of the concepts were, were certainly Franklin. positive, things that people and, should be looking to and they should understand, right. and, but they don't. And I think the concept, in fact, ultimately, well, not ultimately, the opposite of that, initially, were pure 
at heart. The guys who did that with, within their own hearts, um, they were wishing for the best, but perhaps were preparing for the worst. Well, the road to hell, as they say, is paved with good intentions. A and republic, ma'am, if you can keep it. No, and, any, <laughs> and even if it was to be kept a republic, it still wouldn't negate the fact that government is nothing more than, monopoly, than a monopoly of uh, or uh, men and women over coercive uh, the, the wielding of coercive force. And I don't really care what the organization is, whether it's a monarchy or a republic or a democracy. It's people telling other people how to live their lives, and I will always oppose that. And I thank you for your call tonight. 800-259 9231. But your your words would fall on deaf ears if the government was significantly smaller and it stayed within its constitutional bounds. Yeah, we probably wouldn't have this show yeah. if that was the case. It just, it just wouldn't be the issue. The show never would have had a reason to be created <laughs> because it was certainly one of my uh, pet peeves. Anyway, we continue here. Scott is listening to WVTS in West Virginia. You're on Free Talk Live. Scott. Yeah, can you guys hear me okay? Yes, sir. Scott, what's on your mind? Oh, hey, this is great. Listen, fellas, uh, this actually will dovetail, what you're talking about will dovetail beautifully with what I was going to talk about. You mentioned the uh, eminent domain, uh, some stuff on eminent domain last time I was listening. Mm -hmm. And uh, eminent domain doesn't hold a candle to, have you ever, are you familiar with or have you ever heard of the uh, International Property Maintenance Code? No, I have not. Okay, sir, you should check this out because uh, it is frightening. Can you give us a summary? Uh, what is it all yeah. about? This actually happened to a friend of mine, and uh, he almost lost his house and his property over hmm. a dented gutter, three bags of grass clippings, and a, and a broom handle on his property. That was it. Wow. How did and, this happen? Uh, well, you get complaints from the neighbors saying, they, they, well, okay, I'll start over. It's all the, uh, all this, the, the, uh, the code is interpreted by the code official. The code official is judge, jury, and executioner in this case. Mm -hmm. Okay, so no matter what he says goes. If he says noxious weeds on your property, that could be anything. That could be whatever flowers it is, roses, whatever. It's a noxious weed, it has to go. And if, if it's not filled out, if it's not taken care of, these people can come into your house, mm -hmm. in your on your property, without a warrant. They can lock you up in jail... Uh, and while you're in jail, they can tear down your property with your belongings in it and then charge you a bill. And you're suggest are you suggesting this is like some sort of U.N. code? Uh, it has its roots, as near as I have been able to find out. It has its roots in uh, FEMA and Agenda 21. That's the only thing I really know as far as that's concerned. But this did happen to a friend of mine. So this, it, so some it, bureaucrat, was it a city bureaucrat that showed up and threatened him, or some sort of federal city. thing? What, city. But now, but wow. But he was. This is the thing. He did not have uh, really any kind of credentials to say who he was. Uh, so we don't really know. But we know that this has happened to other people in other states, and hmm. for some reason, it has been kept very quiet, probably for obvious reasons, because it is nothing but a property grab. It, it looks like the international, uh, uh, the international Property Maintenance Code, I've looked it up here, and it looks like what it is is uh, a code that some group has put together, the, uh, um, you know, the International Property Maintenance Code, member of the International Code family. They, they put together this code in order to give uh, you know, local bureaucrats who may not know how to write Boilerplate. A, a, an effective... Uh, Code a really uh, um, onerous code that they can uh, you know pretty much enforce Contest. on anybody and get whatever yeah. they want. Yeah. Right, but yes, but that's that's the thing, and that's what makes this so dark and insidious, is that this is the 
determined by the code official, and it's and it's totally a property grab. Yeah, well, that's this just how it is, is, right? I mean, they uh, they have guns, and they can order people to do things, and people are scared, so they're too frightened to actually say no. And I think that the only solution here, I know some people say, oh, you've got to work within the system. I think the best and most efficient solution is to, for people to just stand up and say, yeah, thanks, but no thanks. I'm not going to be complying with that today, and then take it all the way and have more people join them, and uh, people need to just start refusing to obey. I think that's the only solution. I thank you for the call. Uh, we move on. We talk to Dennis listening in New Hampshire on the amp line. Dennis, you're on Free Talk Live. Greetings, gentlemen. What's on your mind tonight? I, I was calling about something else, but listening to Free Talk Live, I always have something that just irks me to the point where I have to talk about it. You, you're talking about the civil disobedience versus inside the system thing? Yes, sir. And, Ian, you hit the nail right on the head with, at the federal level, you know, I, I hardly know why people waste their time. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to change anything, period. But at the state level, especially here, as I like to say in New Hampshire, it makes all the difference in the world, and it's, it's a sad piece of news that I've got. Um, the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance, our legislator of the year, the most perfect libertarian you could hope for, he voted libertarian on every single bill that we judged over the course of the past year. The guy got an A-plus from us. Wow. This includes those curveball bills that we throw out that are like, you know, where we know we're going to trip up somebody like milk subsidy for the children or something, mm-hmm. you know, like... You know, even though the guy voted libertarian, pure libertarian, guy's awesome. He lost in a primary by one vote. Damn. 903 to 904. Gosh. So don't you believe for a second that your voting doesn't matter. Good point, Dennis. Especially at that level. Thanks, dude. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves. But if it doesn't seem like voting is working, it's time to try something different. And that I is don't see why you can't do both. Disobey. As I said, if it doesn't seem it's working, take a step into the world of noncompliance and see how it feels. The water's great. More on the way. This is Free Talk Live. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves just by dialing toll-free 800-259-9231. The Sickle CAI toll-free line is live Saturday edition. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. 800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are free. And if you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, we do ask that you shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. When you enter Amazon through that link, Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. Whatever it is you're buying or looking to buy, Amazon probably sells it. 41 categories to shop in. They've got used items. Anything you purchase, Free Talk Live gets a cut. If you start your shopping at amazon.freetalklive.com. Also, additionally, we have a new, a brand new link for the computer store and accessories and all things electronic. Newegg. Newegg.freetalklive.com. So whether you're shopping at Amazon or shopping at Newegg, use the title of the site and put it in front of the Free Talk Live uh, URL. So Amazon.freetalklive.com and Newegg.freetalklive.com. Both ways, we'll get a cut of the sale. All right, we continue with your calls. And we go to Larry listening to WXNT. You're on Free Talk Live, Larry. How you doing now? Hey, what's on your mind tonight, sir? A long time no see. About your problem with the ordinance, you know you have a remedy, right? Uh, what do you if mean? If you go and you're found guilty, you can appeal that to the circuit court judge. Okay. And that's going to cost you more money, see? Mm. That's how the system's set up. And anyway, I don't see what people are talking about the Constitution anymore. The Constitution only works when you have common law. What we have now is mercantile courts 
They only uh, use uh, former cases that you can use to sustain your bill when you have been damaged or somebody owes you money. That's the only reason, and they have statutes that you can go. So we have statutory courts, equity courts for injunctions or declaratory judgments or something of that nature, or uh, restraining orders. And, how does one? It's, you, it all sounds very confusing. I and I. Um, well, how does one get back to to a common law court? Is it even possible with all these other law types of courts that are around? No, you can't. But you know, I have a, a law library with a constitutional ruling. See that, uh, and and all the old books from before the change was made. But you know, when we came out of uh, the Civil War, they had to change that, and they could not look at the Constitution. So if you go into a court nowadays. You're going to see the yellow fringe on the flag. That's a mercantile court. I've heard those rumors before. I don't know if there's actually any, vali- any validity to them. Now, here's my other question for you, Larry. It sounds like you know your stuff on, on these uh, courtroom antics shenanigans. You say you can't go to a common law court, but isn't it possible to form one's own common law court with just regular people? Is that possible? Well, no, you cannot no. because Congress would have to set that up. But uh, the courts have already... But Congress is not... Congress is not uh, a common law is not subservient to the government structure. Common law exists uh, above uh, and outside of the government it, structure. It is, and they still use common law in some of the bigger cases where you have an attorney that knows how to plead that hmm. kind of deal. Interesting. But, and you can use the common law, the cases that were decided under common law. But as far as our system now, ask any judge, and if he's being truthful, he'll tell you. When you come into a, a, a mercantile court, there's nothing that you can say about the Constitution, only what the statute supports. Yeah, the Constitution problems, is essentially a cover. It's just something yeah. that they use as an excuse to, uh, you know, basically trample all over people's freedoms. Thank yeah, you, dude. Appreciate have, the call, Larry. 800-259-9231. Constitution says that you can have a trial by jury for anything, any dispute over that's 20 over bucks. 20 bucks. And yeah. I'll tell you, shift good luck. Yeah, right? Uh, it was like the other guy was saying earlier, the code enforcers like the judge, the jury, and the executioner. Like, they've written the ticket. That's it. You're, it's over and it's done with. You can't even take some of these things to court. All right, we continue here. And yeah, that's we'll... true with property taxes. You can't dispute your property taxes right. except by going through the town. I mean, you can't take it to court. And uh, you know, look, unless you want to pay through the nose. Why do Why do I owe for these property taxes? You can't. There's no one to ask that question to. They can't. They won't answer. They'll it. just take your property away if you don't pay. We go to. Uh, let's talk to Matt, listening in South Carolina, to WSCFM. Matt, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, uh, how you doing? Hey, dude, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, man, just let you know, I'm watching you on the cam. This is a blast. I'm doing this for the first time. I love hearing you guys. Well, thank you. Um, I just wanted to make a comment. Um, the guy that you were talking to before in the whole couch situation, isn't this the whole reason they left England to come here and to start this great country that I live in? You mean arbitrary and oppressive, uh, you know, arbitrary oppression? Is that what you mean? Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. I'll, I'll be honest with you. My, my wife has always been completely just the life, liberty, pursuit of happiness person. And she kind of had to bring me around. I was too, too right-wing uh, guy, and she brought me, and she's like, no, man, it's not all about that. It's about liberty, mm. read your bill of rights. And uh, I'm like, you know what? She is friggin' on the ball. And um, Your wife rocks. I, was listening to you guys. I have to say yeah. that. That's, that's where I came from, too, and you know, just sort of the, the right-wing, everything that Rush Limbaugh says must be true because, well, he's really good at saying it. Um, but you know, the more you get into the theory, the, the you know, sort of the philosophy, uh, the Enlightenment philosophy that this, that the founding documents were written under, and and the ideas of liberty, they're sound, they're consistent. 
brilliant, they make sense, and one can't really dispute them. No. No, that's that's what I'm living by as far as I'm concerned. Very cool, Matt. Anything else on your mind tonight? No, like I say, just keep it up. I mean, uh, you got people down here in South Carolina, even if I'm the only one supporting you guys. And uh, I don't know, New Hampshire's looking pretty good to me. No, nope, well, I've got a good friend down in South Carolina who <laughs> listens every week. Well, I know that uh, I know that uh, Keith, the program director of WSC FM, is uh, definitely a, a, a fan of the show. So hopefully, we'll see it expand out to weeknights there at some point. And I'm sure he'd appreciate an email or a phone call from you uh, telling him that uh, you appreciate that he's got free talk live on his station. And thank you for the call tonight. And that applies to everybody listening. If you're radio stations only run on Saturday nights, call up the uh, program director during the week or shoot him an email and say, hey, thanks for running Free Talk Live, and maybe you should consider the weeknight show. As we continue here and talk to, uh, let's go to Jeremy, listening in Montana, to KGEZ. Jeremy, you're on Free Talk Live. I was wondering if you guys would ever get to me. We figured we'd let you get a few more drinks into you, Jeremy. What's on your mind tonight? Well, um, as far as the couch is concerned... you got to talk right into your phone, my friend. Maybe he's had too many. Yeah, as far as the couch is concerned, yes, uh, let it sit there and let it, let them rot in their fines. And yep. I mean, eventually, uh, hopefully, the couch will go into the ground just like the rest of us. You know, it will do that. Probably true. I, I agree with you, and I will do that unless, as I suggested earlier, the original I, person who had a problem with it has the courage to come and talk to me like a grown-up. Then I'll I'll move the you know I'll take the couch to the damn dump at that point. I've problems too, Ian and Mark. Uh, you know, it's like uh, kind of makes me want to crank up my socially distorted music. <laughs> oh, when my neighbors can find, you know, nothing better to do than to call the cops. For- well, you know, in that instance, Jeremy, I can't side with you because then you're actually doing something that can have a direct effect on your neighbors, and I think that there is something to be said for having, for responding and going and talking to a neighbor about being too loud and disturbing your peace, and I think there is something to be said for that, so I can't back you on that one. I thank you for the call. 800-259-9231. In, the case, in my case, having a couch in the lawn isn't doing anything to the neighbors. Right. It, I, you know, it, other than maybe perhaps annoy someone, and uh, that, that person is quite a ways away, apparently, because you have to throw a baseball in order to hit them. So that's, they claim. That's it. You don't have the right to not to be annoyed in this, you know, in that sense. Now, when it comes to somebody playing their music at uh, late at night, you know, yeah, I think that, that's the, that, that, that there's a legitimate gripe there. Let's continue. Amar is listening in Florida to WFTL. Amar, you're on Free Talk Live with the Mark. How you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, as you're going to hear, uh, I have an accent. I'm not from this country, but I became a citizen on the 16th. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. And that's Constitution Day. Uh, but I do know uh, quite, you know, few things about this country. I came from uh, North Africa, Algeria. Wow. Uh, precisely. Uh, I became a citizen. And just to let you know, uh, a lot of Muslim countries, the people who live there, they really do love the American people. I'm not kidding you. Oh, I it's, believe it's you. true. But they hate the government, though. They have a though. lot of grievances with the government. Absolutely, as they should. Like, I would, too, if, I, I am, if there was somebody killing my I'm, family. I'm, I'm a Muslim. I'm a Muslim. Yes, sir. And before I came here, I'm not kidding you, like a lot of my friends, they love the United States, they love their people, and the United States was a beacon of liberty, and they always fight it. They fight it as, oh, look at the Americans. Uh, they 
we should be like the United States. They have freedoms. They have that. And, you know, every time freedom is mentioned, the United States is mentioned. I'm not kidding you. Right. You well, said, they, they, they like never lived me. here, right? So they don't really realize how unfree, unfree but, it is here. But when I came here, I never knew the United States till I came here. But I knew, I knew a lot from our country. For example, the education system over there is much better. I'm a teacher right now. Hmm. I teach at Bell's Academy. It's a school. Um, the educational system over there, I'm not kidding you. Kids know a lot about the United States, Europe, a whole, like, they could, they could mention to you, like, the whole history in general of the United States. They know its economy. They know the, the middle of the United States, what it produces and all that. I mean, the fact That's is, my, a lot of engineers and, uh, and people like that come from, uh, from that region, as I understand it. I don't know if you have more points. Hang on. We'll bring you back after the news if you'd like. 800-259-9231. Always interesting to hear from somebody with a little international perspective on things. More of the way, it's Free Talk Live. You ever have one of those days where everything goes right? First, I get the best parking space at work. Tonight, I have a date with a very lovely Rachel. And today, I gave a killer presentation in Sydney. Finalized the contract in London and demoed our new product in Boston. Online, from my desk, with WebEx. WebEx lets me take meetings and give presentations from my desk. I just talk to clients on the phone, and they watch what's happening on my desktop from their desktop. So I can travel the world and still be here for my date tonight with Rachel. Travel less, meet online. Go to WebEx.com and try WebEx free. Just click the radio graphic and enter promo code 600 to get a free trial and a free webcam, too. Remember that code 600 to qualify for the free webcam. WebEx, now part of Cisco and used by more than 5.5 million people every month. Give it a try, free. Go to WebEx.com and enter the promo code 600. WebEx.com. Free webcams available while supplies last. Terms and restrictions apply. See website for details. This is Free Talk Live, and we're launching into Hour 3 of the live Saturday edition. You can take control of the airwaves just by dialing toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. All the features are there, and they're free. So enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Shows about your calls. We go right back into them. Amar is holding patiently. Uh, we talked to him briefly in the last hour. And Amar, you're listening to the double, or we're listening to WFTL. Unfortunately, they don't carry our third hour on Saturday nights. But anyway, you're listening and you were calling in to talk about. Uh, you were mentioning that you're a, you're a Muslim that you've uh, moved from the the Middle East and that uh, you just actually became a, a um, American citizen, as they call it, uh, as of a couple weeks ago. And what I think is so important that you're saying needs to be said more often. It needs to be heard more often on the radio and the television, and that is that. This whole idea that Muslim people or people from the Middle East hate America is so ludicrous. And you're telling us, you know, from your experience of having lived over there and been born and, and raised over there, that the people there actually love Americans. They love the people that live in this country. It's just the government and the awful, tyrannical, uh, hateful, violent things that it does to the people in various different countries around the world. That's why people hate the government, not the American people. And I think it's so important to get that point out there because it totally contradicts what the government would like people to believe. The government wants people to believe that, oh, people in the Middle East, they hate uh, they hate us Americans because we like uh, Britney Spears and like to drink beer and have Pepsi. I mean, really, isn't that so absurd? 
That's, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, we got you, Amar. But if you're on a speakerphone, okay, pick yeah, up the one, phone. One, one correction. Uh, yes. My culture is uh, from the Middle East, but I'm from North Africa. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot that point. My apologies. Yeah. Uh, actually, I'm not even Arab. I'm a Berber. I oh. speak totally a different language. Berber. Uh, St. Augustine, whom uh, the first city that was made in the United States, I mean, built by the Spaniards in 15, I believe, 12 or something in uh, Florida, mm-hmm. was, from, was from my hometown, St. Augustine. Anyways, that's not oh. the point. The point is, when I came here, I discovered America, okay? But this is a fact, I mean, coming from me, whom, who came from North Africa, and people there, they love the American people, okay? They, a lot of them love American culture. They disagree with some of it. Even Americans disagree with uh, some of the American culture. Of course. Anyway. When I came here, I saw the politics and everything, and everybody, any Muslim, I believe, who comes here, okay, will most probably become a libertarian. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> you will become neither a Democrat or a Republican, okay? Right. Uh, because, uh, like, to me, Obama or McCain, they almost have the same policies. Sure they do. Okay? They have the same policies. People here vote. They don't know where they're voting, Okay. They vote like they, they listen to the radio. They listen to like mostly the TV, and they, they they don't check their facts. They don't know the real issue. Right? No, they don't bother. It's like a sports they, team mentality. It's like we're on the red team. You're on the blue team. Whatever the red team does is right, or whatever the blue team does is right, and whatever the other team does is wrong. And it's it's in fact it's even worse than a sports team mentality because it has to do with uh, other people's lives. Whereas when t- two sports teams clash on the uh, the football field, it doesn't really matter when it's all over and done with. And one more point, the, yes, the American media is doing such such a harmful thing, and they're, they're such a disadvantage to the United States. I mean, you can't even believe it. I mean, they're showing the Americans to the Middle Easterners, to the Muslims of the world, they, they hate them, you hate them, we hate us. That's totally wrong. That's totally wrong. There is, to tell you the truth, some side of the American culture that the Muslim countries don't like. But, again, the French don't sure. like the, 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 the... Like, a lot right. of people don't like each other's cultures, some parts. But in general, as a people, they love the American people. They love the French people. They love, like, people... Nature... The, people's nature, they don't hate other people. Okay? Other but, people make them hate other people. Propaganda and all. And the American media, which I think comes from three channels or something, distrib- distribution, like, uh, media outlets... Who's like, for example, uh, what's his name? Mordog. Yes, Rupert you know, Mordog. He he's like a giant, and he has all these media. He he controls the media, and the American people they don't even know what's going on yep. around the world. It's so Amar, you don't have any news in Amar, here. How, you don't how, have Amar, how would? Uh, why do you think we were attacked on 9/11? Or why do you think the, okay, uh, the towers were attacked? I think you know the answer to that. I've heard you. I have a lot of smart people. Okay, the, whoever attacked the United States, whoever attacked the United States attacked the United States because of policy, not because as some people who, like, I don't know, it's so stupid to me that they attacked us because they hate us. The word in they attack, like John Kerry said, uh, Sweden or any other country. Yep. I mean, this is ludicrous. All stupid. of these, yeah, exactly. Those people other places do are... something to you, killers, thieves, they have even bad killers, psychopaths, they have motives. Everybody has a motive. Why did they attack? Because the United States policy in the Middle East, in the whole world. And as you know, the United States is less loved now than 
during the time of Eisenhower when he said, we've got to be careful of uh, the military-industrial complex, which we have right now, which is ruling the United States. Yep. Everybody knows that. Everybody sure who is. People anyway, have been saying the same say, things for years and years, and nobody pays any attention. And you're right, the media is so complicit in all of this. Amar, great points tonight. I thank you for hanging through the news, because it was definitely worth bringing you back. I appreciate yeah. hearing from you, sir. 800-259-9231, saying that uh, any Muslim that moves to America should become a libertarian. And I agree completely. You said they would. Uh, yeah. So uh, 800-259-9231, though I don't like the term libertarian anymore. I've kind of moved away from that, because it's too associated with the libertarian party. How about liberty-loving? How about... Uh, voluntarist, consensualist, maybe? How about that? 800-259-9231. As we continue, Gene is the Christian anarchist, and he's in Tennessee on the amp line. Hi, guys. Hey, you Gene. kept me on hold for 43 minutes, but this is worth it, because I believe I have the solution to your problem with the bureaucrats. Okay. And possibly, possibly this will also work with other things. You know, and you have to go back a few years, but... <laughs> Did, did Gene just rickroll us? I believe we've been rickrolled. We've been rickrolled by Gene. Thanks, Gene. Appreciate it. Wow. Wow. They come out of nowhere, those rickrolls. For those of you who aren't on the uh, cutting edge of uh, <laughs> m- modern uh, uh, cu- culture on the Internet when you uh, get rickroll, and if you've, if, if you've ever seen this rickroll video um, that uh, was just played there, <laughs> yeah, I can't believe I lived through that decade. But I did, and he has amazing hair and some really great shoulder pads. How about that voice, too, coming out of that little uh, skinny body? The, the little skinny white yeah. guy? Yeah. I, I would have never guessed. I thought it was a black dude the first time I heard the song. I, that's, that was what I thought, too. I mean, I'm tr- not trying to be big. It just had that kind of sound to his oh, yeah, voice. Yeah, had that dulcet, kind of Barry White kind of sound. Yeah, sound. Uh, anyway, so great call. Thanks, Gene. Appreciate it. You know, not a, bad, not a bad idea. In fact, it'd be interesting to see somebody take that approach, perhaps go into a courtroom sometime with a little boom box and uh, say, I'd like to, like to, uh, sir, I'd like to enter this into evidence and then hit the play button and see what happens. It'd be fun. <laughs> All right, we continue here and talk to Tim listening to WXNT in Indianapolis. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Hey, what's on your mind, Tim? Well, I, I got a question for you. I want to find out how far your noncompliance goes. Okay. Was that? I'm sorry. Was how, that the question, or did you want to get yeah, more specific? Yeah, that is the question. How how far does your noncompliance go? Uh, well, I I don't pay uh, federal taxes at all, unless it's like on my cell phone bill. Obviously, I can't get out of that. Yeah, um, we but, still have to support the War of 1812, you know. Yeah, I I don't pay federal taxes, and I did not when I moved up here to New Hampshire and I signed the little voter registration card. There was a part that said that I agree to consent to obeying all the New Hampshire laws, including the one to register my car within 60 days. I crossed that part right out, put my initials next to it, signed the voter registration form they sent a uh, they sent a cop an investigator out from concord to ask me why i did that and i told him how could i possibly agree to that statement there's no way i could uh, physically read all of your laws let alone understand them let alone agree to them and so he left me alone they haven't bothered me since then on that particular issue i've been driving around for now over two years uh, up here in new hampshire all over the place with uh, my florida plates and that's going fine uh, uh we've of course uh, just uh, there's the couch issue which we discussed earlier i'm, I'm going to go to court over that and refuse to pay. Uh, That's about as far as I have gone. I, uh, earlier this year, wanted to stop paying property tax, ran into kind of a brick wall with with my lady, who was feeling uncomfortable about them possibly stealing our house from us. So I'm holding off on that until we have another four property owners here in the city of Keene that are also willing to not pay property tax. We're going to go that direction at that point. So all of this is a very, uh, you know, it's a process. You can't jump in with both feet first and go 100% all at once. It's just not possible. 
possible. You've got to kind of take baby steps. And I want to bring you back. You can respond here in moments. 800-259-9231. More with Tim and your calls as well about what you want. The toll-free number, 800-259-9231. This is the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. Talk Live. You can bring up what you want via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, and so enjoy those on us. They include the Shrine of Female Listeners, the archives, the updates. For instance, the updates, if you get signed up, we'll keep you in the loop. Whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live, just go to updates.freetalklive.com to get on the list. It's totally free. By the way, I sent out an update today announcing a brand new auction. We're auctioning the third banner on our website. You'll win it for an entire month, can advertise virtually anything, and bidding starts at a buck. So head over to auction.freetalklive.com and place your bid. That's auction.freetalklive.com as we go back to Tim listening to WXNT. Tim, you're back on Free Talk Live. Well, you you were talking earlier before the break there that uh, you, you choose not to pay federal taxes. That's right. If you're trying to get out of local property taxes, how do you suppose that the local area uh, amenities that you use on a daily basis, roads, um, if you're using public transportation, public transportation, how do you suppose those things are going to be paid fine, for fine by question. you dropping out of the system? No, I'm not dropping. You know, I don't intend to drop out of the system. Let me explain here. I believe that all products and services should be provided on a voluntary, consensual basis. And most products and services in the marketplace and the business world are. In fact, all of them in the business world are. It's only the people mm-hmm. calling themselves government uh, that they provide their services on a uh, coercive basis. So all I'm trying to do is uh, is try to well, shift that. I mean, I'm going to answer your question if you give me a okay. moment. I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying my best to get that to shift uh, to being a voluntary, consensual-based service. For instance, if the government education system is really so great, then certainly people will be able to pay for it on a consensual basis. And that's the majority of your local taxes. And I do, yes. Around here, it's 60%. It's 60% of the, the tax bill. So actually, the teachers' I- union has everybody by... The short ones. What I am proposing is that I have no objection whatsoever to paying for services I utilize. Like, I like having my roads cleared when it snows up here. I like Aren't having there taxes on your gas. Do you like roads? I like having like the fire, uh, fire department. There's 50 cents on every gallon as taxes, sir. Well, hold on, hold on. Now, wait a minute. Let me, let me make this clear. I have no problem with the idea of having a fire department. I like the idea of protection services. I don't necessarily agree with uh, everything the police do, but I like the idea of having a protection service. So I'm more than willing to pay for services that I utilize. So therefore, what I would propose is that I only pay 40% of the property tax bill and, and save myself the 60% because I have a fundamental objection to the government school system. I if I had a kid, I wouldn't send him to the government school, and I don't agree with the things they do at the uh, government indoctrination camp. So how do you feel about that? That way I would be paying for some of the services, but not the one that, I don't, uh, that, that I'm not interested in. Well, it, it seems like you, do, you want to do it all at cart. So if that's the case that you want to pay for the police when the police uh, you are involved with you or, or when your house is burning down, you're writing a check to the fire department, it's just not really a system that will work. You can't use all at cart. It's all, in, all out. You, you don't That's think what you, you think. don't think and to go back to the subject of the, the, the government of schools I mean I'm I'm a student of of uh, public schools and currently I came I came I came out of the public school system and have become a millionaire doing that now I didn't get a, a, the raw deal I wasn't indoctrinated what I've done is I've created a life for myself and this is the only country that you can do that in you have to play <laughs> within the system to do that. 
Well, it sounds like you've been pretty effectively indoctrinated, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, what are you doing? I mean, I came from your business. I started out in radio. That's where I, that's where I started my career. Mm-hmm. So I, I did, used to do the same exact thing that you're doing right now. I hear all the commercials that are running. It doesn't seem like you're doing anything differently than I did. Right. So I don't have Am any problem. You can do whatever you want with your life. It's your okay, business. That's fine. Just don't force me to pay for services and products I don't want to buy. Doesn't that make but sense? you are using them. No, you I'm are not. using them. I am not okay, using the government education system. If you get hit by a car tomorrow and EMTs show up to take you to the hospital, they're there on call. 24 hours a day to make sure that That's you're right. And you know what? Here's a shocker for you. Hey, Tim, here's a shocker for you. Right here in our very beautiful little Keene, New Hampshire, there are private mm-hmm. EMTs. Now, there is a city one, but they lose money every single year. But the private EMTs actually get their job done, and they make a profit all at the same time. So all of the precious government services that you're advocating can be provided in the marketplace well, 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 on a consensual you're basis. Acting, you're acting as if everybody can afford that private EMT. Hey, they're all you're, paying you're for it anyway, dude. Everybody can afford it. They're all paying for it anyway, man. They're hey, paying in property you're a taxes. Millionaire. Why no, don't you pull set up a not. fund? If no, you're a millionaire, not. hey, if you're a millionaire, set up a fund to take care of the poor people and their EMT things. I already am. It's called my taxes. No, ah, I pay. You see, but your yes. taxes obligate me to pay. They're going to put me in jail if I don't if I don't pay their taxes. Do you think that's fair? Do you think that the poor people have that kind of that I I'm obligated to pay for poor people to go to the hospital? I'm not saying I wouldn't be willing that I wouldn't contribute to a fund. <laughs> I'm just asking you if I'm obligated. Well, but, but your, Is it okay to throw path? me in jail? On the path that you guys use, though, no one would tribute. No one would. No one would what? I'm sorry. Because that's why I have, that's why I have a tax account. He tax goes account? through and he makes sure that I'm paying oh. as little tax as you I, believe, I have. To. Wait, you believe that people are evil. Is that right? That's why they wouldn't contribute? Is that what you're getting at, Tim? Yeah, I, I, no, I think, they're, I think they're greedy. I think all people are greedy. Ah, so why, on the, why in the world would you want to give greedy people the opportunity to wield power over other people's lives via the government system? But you see, you, know, you, you guys crack me Answer up. the I question, to Tim. All the time. Answer the I question. Like I'll let you stay you on the line if you Here's answer the, the question. You, 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 the, the, the Tim? people think that there's some big conspiracy in government. Tim, you going to answer the question? No, I'll I think there's a bunch the of line. incompetence in the government, is I what will, I think. Uh, Tim, I want to get an answer from you to this question so we can continue this conversation. Why is it, uh, sir, that you would, if you believe that people are greedy by nature, want to give greedy people the opportunity to wield power over other people's lives? I don't trust any one person more than anybody else. I think that there are good people. I think that there are evil people. And there are greedy people that will use their power. I, I think that that's truth in anything. Do you I've believe seen that, that happen in churches. Well, now, wait a minute. Had, if if there's no government, wait a minute, Tim. If there's no government uh, men with guns around to en- enact violence on people, then those greedy people have to make their money in the voluntary consensual marketplace by selling products and services with co- uh, competition in the marketplace to help check their greed. When you've got well, government you and you've got arbitrary Why power... Why do you think there's a government? Because people like to control other people, place? sir. No, that's not it. Yes, that is look, it. Look at Big Brother. Look, look at Big Brother, the, the TV show. Okay, never seen uh, or, or it. Look no, at, no. Or look at Survivor on the island. You know, they're on the island. They uh-huh. all, people always look to one person to guide them in whatever they're it's doing. It's time we moved on beyond that. That may be the case for the past, uh, but it's time we evolved past that idea. And if you <laughs> Tim, want somebody, Tim, to, you yeah. can you can have anybody yeah. you want to guide you. Right. You can you can go to the Reverend Moon or whomever yeah. you, it is you wish to guide you. I don't think, however, I should be obligated simply because a majority of people that decided to go out and vote one day came upon uh, right. you know one person. In but most you towns, right you're talking about less than ten. Those. You sorry. have the right to change that within the system. I'd rather non-cooperate. Thanks, Tim, Don't for the I call. have the right not to go uh, operate within the system, Thank Tim? you, Tim. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line for you. Look, 
If you believe that people are by nature evil, as Tim seems to, that they're greedy, and that he's suggesting that by being greedy they want to take advantage of others. If you believe that to be the case, you can't possibly be an advocate for well, government. If because you believe, believe that believe some that... people are evil, why would you ever put this giant carrot of power out there for pe- people you know, right. that would obviously want it to get in charge? Talk about living in a fantasy. I mean, to believe that, well, if you put this government out there, only good that, people are going to go and work for government. That's what only... people really believe. Yeah. They believe that politicians are lying when their lips are moving. They believe that they're all thieves and liars. That's what America believes. The toll-free number here is 800-259-9231. I appreciate all the suggestions. You know, it's interesting. Have you heard, that, have you noticed that the, the biggest advocates of the system tonight have been those who are the most heavily indoctrinated into it? We had Dave earlier in the first hour of the program, Tim there. You know, the people that, that worship the governmental system and the structure, they're the ones that say, well, you guys can change it. Just come on in. Agree to our rules and play by our rules and the try to that, change it. The ones that will never let you change it. More on the way. This is Free Talk live you take control 800-259-9231 our archives website and podcast will continue to stay free but if you think other people deserve to hear this show consider becoming a free talk live amplifier for just three dollars a month at amp.freetalklive.com help free some minds visit amp.freetalklive.com Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition. The toll-free number that you can use to take control of the airwaves and bring up anything is 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. That's 800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free. We've got archives going back for an entire year. Download them at your leisure. Front page of the website at freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dex C20. I've been taking Dex C20 for going on two months now. Been losing weight. I think I've lost I've lost over five pounds. And uh, you can lose weight with Dex C22. It's easy. All I have to do is take it twice a day. I haven't changed my eating habits. It's not making me hyper like so many of those other pills do. Dex C20, you can get at Walgreens, CVS, GNC, or at diet.freetalklive.com. As we continue, Chris has been waiting patiently, listening to WSC FM in South Carolina. Hello, Chris. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you? Hey, Chris, you're on the air. What's on your mind? I was um, I was just calling about the uh, couch issue. Yes, sir. Um, while I uh, while I understand the premise of your argument, I uh, the only issue that I really have is that you stated if if your neighbor just came to you and said, "Look, I got a problem with that nasty couch out in the front yard. It's been there for two years." Um, that you would have it removed. Why would it take that to have it removed? I mean, why wouldn't you just, you know, take it upon yourself with a little initiative to say, you know, that couch looks pretty nasty a- out there in front of my property. I, I think I want to have it moved. It, it just- I think that's, you know, I'm on the opposite side of uh, my partner on this. I think that couch is, uh, you know, it's, it's sitting out in the rain. It's got to be disgusting. However, um, in his defense, he didn't know it was there. I I come here every day. We do the show out of his uh, his house, um, a studio in his house. I I have never seen the thing. 
And so that's really the point is I had, but it was, we never even knew it was there. Let me answer the question now at this point. Uh, I bought the house two years ago. It's a duplex. So there were tenants there. It's their side. It's their couch. And uh, as you say, Mark, I didn't really notice the thing. It blends in. It's just, uh, it's not, ob- it's not really obtrusive, I don't think. And obviously it doesn't bother the, the, the direct neighbors. They've never complained about it and they get along with, uh, with the, the tenants. Uh, but beyond that, if the tenants had not been living in the house and there had been a couch in the, the yard, what would I have done, Mark? You know what happened when we got here. What did we do when we got to this house threw a bunch of stuff away yeah we cleaned the house i mean the, 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 there was one side of the house that was so messy we cleaned that thing up we spent like 24 hours driving here and then found this trashed house we cleaned that uh, cleaned the house up picked up the yard outside and it's just that it wasn't my side of the house so i and the yard is otherwise in fine condition it didn't there didn't seem to be any reason to do it if they hadn't been living there then absolutely i would have hauled that thing off to the the uh, the junkyard but it was their couch i never had a problem with it none of the neighbors had a problem with it so so why make any you know make waves? Well, I, I, well, I don't. I'm not suggesting you make waves with your new tenants, but I mean, you you still said that you know if they had come to you, say one of your neighbors came to you. I mean, what difference would it have made other than you would have had to take a little initiative on your part to just move the couch because you know it's there. Well, but it didn't bother anybody. And, and now and and you yeah, know but, yeah, in some it, communities, it's still, it's still a derelict couch. It's still a nasty thing sitting in the yard. I mean, but that, that that reflects on you personally. You own the place. But it's you know, not my. But it's not property. my side of the that yard. It's the tenants. Prop- would you recommend that? If, would you recommend that if it was a um, community, and there are many where um, you know having the couch wouldn't be illegal? Would you recommend that same um, tact? Yes, because it reflects on you personally. Yeah, I'd get rid of the couch too, personally. But yeah, I see. I see where you're coming it, from. It's it just it reflects that... on you. It's it's not even a person. It, I, to me, it's right. not I, I see where you're, I, law. Look, Chris, I, I understand. Chris, I understand where you're coming from, but it's not my couch and it's not my side of the yard, so I don't really understand how it reflects on me. But it's it not is my responsibility. Your property. But it and, is your but property. as part of it being my property, I allow my tenants to have control over their portion of the property. Now, if they start trashing the you know the the yard, uh, then so I would probably say something. Trashing? What's to that? Me, if I own the property, if they had a. Uh, a piece of crap couch out in the yard that's been out there for two years. You and I are and different, Chris. They've got a couch property. out on their front porch. Would that bother you, too? It's out on their, is it in their yard or in the porch? It's on the porch. Well, this is a different couch. Okay, well, if it's on the porch, that may be a little bit different. Well, they've got two couches. So there's one in the yard. Wait, wait, wait. There's two couches. There's one in the yard and there's one on the porch. You're saying the one in the yard, bad, one on the porch, okay? That's what I say. Okay, see, you just have a different uh, level of standards than I do, and that's okay because you're a property owner, I'm sure, and I'm a property owner. We can all get along together, and like I said, if it was my house completely, I would have gotten rid of the couch right on day one. But it wasn't. It wasn't my couch. Nobody had a problem with it, so I left it alone, and I thank you for the call. Thank you, sir. 800-259-9231. We continue to Jason in Keene, listening to WKBK, Keene, New Hampshire. Jason. Jason. Picking up the phone, putting down the yes, phone. Right here. Jason, you're on the air. All right. Um, yeah, I, I, I just have I, I just have a couple of small, small points. Yes, sir. One is about this the seven hundred billion dollar bailout. Uh, oh, this, yeah. this, this, I have my own little solution. It might sound stupid, but I'm just going over the math. And um, how about how about going in the middle of the Republicans and the Democrats? How about this? How about you take the seven hundred billion dollars, okay, and and you do. And you take it, and you reimburse the American public with that money. The math that I came up with, the average American taxpayer would be getting close to three hundred thousand dollars. Now, now, wouldn't that if if 
every citizen of the United States were to be given $300,000. Are you telling me that wouldn't fuel the economy, that people wouldn't be paying their mortgages? It's a nice yeah. idea, but Mark, do you want to answer as to why it's economically not sound? Well, what they're going to do to bail out these banks is print money, and uh, you know what they're going to do. And by printing that money, all they're going to do is take it from the American people's uh, the money that they have, the, the value. Right. We should of the point currency. out that seven hundred billion dollars, not a dime of it, is sitting in a bank account somewhere right now. It, the government doesn't have that money. They're printing it out, and they're not going to print it all out. What they're going to do is they're just going to increment some numbers in a computer somewhere. But it's it's creating uh, inflating the money supply, and that makes money. Worth less. So if you gave Americans, if you printed out three hundred thousand dollars for each American, you're still causing the same problem. Uh, you're still inflating the money supply, and that means that the money that you have will become worth less. So all of a sudden, if every American gets three hundred thousand dollars one day, you'll see the price of a hamburger skyrocket up to ten or twenty bucks or something like that. So that's, that's a good point, uh, right? So it's inflate. The, the only solution here is not pol- it's not political, it's not right, it's not left, it's not uh, Republican Democrat. The solution is to abolish Abolish the Federal Reserve system and to get back to allowing the marketplace to provide uh, the money, whether that be gold or silver or banknotes or whatever it is the market ends up deciding works best uh, to allow that decentralized money creation uh, set up instead of having a central bank arbitrarily deciding, uh, you know, who lives and who dies as far as interest rates and all of those things that the uh, the Federal Reserve does. That's the solution. But none of the politicians, except for maybe Ron Paul, are going to put that on the table. Your thoughts? And that's a good point. I haven't seen, I hadn't seen it that way. There you go. You always got to uh, remember the inflation factor because that's always their solution is to just print more. For instance, uh, how do you think they fund the wars? I mean, they used to it used to be back in the in the past in America when before the Federal Reserve before 1913, they actually had to tax people in order to fund war. And so if the American people decided, well, we don't want to go to you know this is not a war that interests me. I'm not paying taxes. If enough people didn't pay taxes. There was no war because they couldn't get the money. That's why they created the central – one of the reasons why they created the central bank was so they could fund all their little political ideas and uh, terrible They did it ideas. right before World War I. Yep, and so they could fund – Which was an unpopular war. All of this Wilson stuff. Got us in. Right, yeah. That w- Wilson was voted in on a message of, I won't bring us into war. What did he do? Brought us into war, and they did it by printing out a bunch of money and funding the military-industrial complex with that. So with the central bank, the government has no check and balance. If people don't pay taxes, it doesn't matter to the government because they'll just keep printing out money, and it really – it's bad news because uh, we all suffer. Our bank accounts, our savings, whatever it is we have in savings becomes worth less and less over time, and that's why it costs a buck fifty today to buy a loaf of bread instead of five cents. It's half of the gas issue. Yep, it's so true. I thank you for the call tonight, Jason. Good hearing from you. 800-259-9231. We go – to Devin, listening in South Carolina, listening to WSCFM. Hello, Devin. How's it going? Hey, what's Good, on sir. your mind tonight? Well, I've got a point of contention to argue with that Muslim guest on that you had previously. He was a caller. He was a caller, but yes, He was sir. a caller. Okay. Uh, I need an explanation as to how, you know, the terrorists, I mean, if they have a problem with our policies, which clearly they do, I need an explanation as to how, you know, they can have a problem with our policies, still bomb our country and annihilate everybody, and still love America. We'll how come back possible? with you here in a moment. Hang on. 800-259-9231. I think you're conflating terrorists with Muslims, and that's the issue. More on the way. It's Free Talk Live. is Free Talk Live. Only moments remain. Probably not enough time for your call, so I'm not going to give you the numbers. But if you are on the line, we'll do our best to get through to you. 
And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. And if you want to help support the show, one of the best ways you can do it is to vote for us. Uh, It's coming down to the end of the month. It's a monthly voting contest, so it runs from the beginning to the end of the month, and you can only vote once. So if you've already voted, thank you. If you haven't and you're enjoying this program, whether you're listening online or you're listening on the radio, as long as you have access to the Internet, please go to vote.freetalklive.com. It helps us uh, stay up at the number one position on the Podcast Alley rankings. We've been number one all month long, but we could lose it at the very last moment if you don't vote for us. So please go to vote.freetalklive.com. It'll take you less than a minute. All you need is your email address, and that's only used for verification purposes to make sure you're a real person. Vote.freetalklive.com. And we want to invite you to uh, the Free State Project's Liberty Forum. We talk a lot about the Free State Project on this program. Mark, you and I moved to New Hampshire over two years ago because we believed that, and still believe, that the Free State Project is the only hope for liberty in our lifetime. As far as actually achieving liberty... It's the only thing that makes sense to me. It makes sense. The idea is to move 20,000 liberty-loving people, as many people here to New Hampshire as possible, and get them active for liberty. It's already working. There are already a few hundred people that have moved, and the amount of activism that has been happening has been tremendous. Uh, it's, it's unprecedented. There's nothing else going on like this, both inside the system stuff, which some of our callers really were suggesting earlier, and also a lot of non-cooperative stuff here and there. We're starting to see more of it happen now that more people are moving in. Things, New networks are being created. New friendships are being created. It's a, such, such a wonderful uh, organization, and you'll get a real feel for what it's like to be here in New Hampshire if you come up and visit during the Liberty Forum. Go to freestateproject.org slash libertyforum to learn more about it. It's happening early March. Uh, I think it's the first weekend in March. And it's kind of like a convention-style atmosphere where a bunch of hundreds of people converge on a hotel in Nashua, New Hampshire, and basically spend the whole weekend together uh, going to panels and discussions and dinners and, and uh, parties and, fun. and things like that. It's a great time. Plus, you'll have all kinds of liberty-oriented luminaries speaking, people like John Taylor Gatto, a uh, former public s- government school teacher that you know knows the system from the inside out and knows what is so just terrible about it. He's going to be talking. Mark Stevens, our buddy from Adventures in Legal, Land.com is going to be there. Will Buchanan, the man who is currently walking across the country as part of the Free State Project to get from uh, Oregon to New Hampshire. He's over halfway done, I think, at this point, or close to halfway done. He's going to be there in time for the uh, the Liberty Forum, and he'll be speaking. Uh, also, there's more to be announced. Those are just the very initial ones. There are going to be some big names from what I hear coming uh, this year. So please go to freestateproject.org slash libertyforum and learn more about it. Get signed up. Get the early bird discount. 199 bucks for the entire weekend. Obviously, that doesn't include a hotel room or something like that, or rental cars, just for the, the actual convention. And if you use the discount code 2009FTL, you'll get a 10% discount. That's, uh, so you already get the early bird price of 199 bucks. Knock another 10% off by using 2009FTL, all one word, 2009FTL, as the discount code at freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. Oh, and I didn't mention Free Talk Live will be broadcasting live uh, every single night from there. So looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing you there. We go back to Devin listening to WSC-FM in South Carolina. Now, Devin, you were concerned about a gentleman who called earlier. He identified himself as a Muslim. And if I understood your uh, your question earlier, you had asked how it is that uh, they can, uh, you said Muslims can love America and bomb the country at the same time. Was that the, was that your question? 
Yes, sir. Okay, I think you're conflating uh, Muslims, Muslim, which is a religion, with terrorists. They are two different groups of, of people, and I understand that the American government would like you to believe that all Muslims are terrorists, but that's just poppycock. Uh, the fact well, see, is, hmm? well, see, I don't believe all Muslims are terrorists, but okay. you know, to make a distinction, the uh, people responsible for the bombing, they were terrorists, but you know, to my recollection, they were Muslims, right? They did it here to Islam. That uh, if you're talking about the, uh, the the World Trade Centers, they were Muslims. If you're talking about the Oklahoma City um, situation, it was a white guy. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about exclusively the you know the World Trade Center. Okay. Yeah. So if they're if they're terrorists and you know they're Muslim, that puts them in the party with hating America. So that means, i.e., Muslims hate, some Muslims hate America. And to the best of my recollection, there was no or little or no outcry in 9/11 in the Muslim community in America to where you know. They stood up and broadly said, well, hey, we disagree with this. You know, there's a distinction to be made here. Well, I, know, I, I agree with you on that point, and I think that Muslims should have come out in more force, but I don't think they have a lot of media outlets either, and I don't think a lot of media outlets are interested in what they have to say. But I think that they should have tried harder. They should have stood, stood on the streets with signs. But I'll bet you they were scared to death, because I can tell you on 9-11 um, that if a, a Muslim guy had come to my door selling Encyclopedia Britannica, hell, he could have been Mexican and looked Muslim. I'd have blown his damn head off. Because I, I was scared. That. Well, you were uh, uh, not as principled. I was scared. You're not pr you were not principled back then as you are I'm, today. I'm just telling you that uh, it, was, it was a scary time. I'd like to address something right. that you said uh, before we go on, Devin. You had uh, you said America that they hate America, and this is again sort of one of the uh, the talking points that the government, uh, the propaganda machine, is putting out there. We need to dif differentiate between America and the American government. So there's a very very distinct difference. Uh, the p the pundits and the talking heads uh, they would like you to believe that America. America is the government, but they're not. Americans, for the most part, want nothing to do with their government. Most Amer a lot of Americans just want to be left alone, and they're embarrassed about what the government is doing in their name. Uh, so it's very important to separate. The terrorists hate what the government people are doing. They hate the fact that they're over in uh, the, you know, the American military is over in their country bombing and killing and destroying. That's what they're angry and upset about. It's not the fact that Americans like to watch TV or Americans like Britney. Spears or Americans like McDonald's. Well, America wasn't doing much bombing, much killing, and much stealing or whatever um, before 9-11. What are you talking about? Throughout the Bill Clinton administration, there were bombs being dropped in, on Iraq. It was Saudi Arabians that uh, attacked was, us on 9-11. But, but that was carpet bombing. That was not, you know, anything major. They Do you think it killed anyone's mom? Anything major? Do you think it killed anyone's mom? Do you think it would be major, it, sir, if they dropped a bomb? If the Chinese dropped a bomb on your neighborhood, if it was just one bomb, it, would that be major to you? Well, that's that's yeah, that's a point of argument. Yeah, so if the Chinese came over, what? think, imagine this for one moment. Now, Mark, I know you said they weren't bombing in Saudi Arabia, but that doesn't mean the the U.S. military and the CIA haven't been meddling over there for decades upon decades. Imagine this for a moment. Imagine if the Red Chinese came over and decided that because the American military is so spread out around the world that the American right. people need to be protected. Uh, we're going to bring in the Red Chinese, and the government's, the government's okay with it. The you know, American government says we need your help. Okay, we're bringing in the Red Chinese. They're coming in. They're setting up military bases down the street from your neighborhood. And from time to time, they determine that there are some uh, dissidents that actually live in your neighborhood. And so they're going to come in and do some house-to-house -house raids uh, to make sure, you know, on a random basis. 
basis, just to make sure that nobody is uh, causing any trouble secretly in their, you know, in their basement or something like that, perhaps building bombs or something. And, you know, during some of these raids, they'll shoot some teenage girls and maybe some family members and, you know, grandma, and they'll drop a bomb occasionally. Don't you think you'd want to kill some Chinese people if, uh, you know, if that came to be, if that was actually a reality in this country? Yeah, but see, here's my argument. You can't compare that because that's almost like saying the terrorist attacks or, you know, the fact that, you know, they're justified. Because no, of I that. didn't say they were justified. I didn't say they were justified. I was just explaining to you, and you wanted an explanation, so that's what Clark. you got. And I thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate the conversation. Right. If innocent people are killed in the process, I don't uh, – no, no, it's wrong. But when they – you know, I, I can certainly under, understand the plane that was flown into the Pentagon. I'm not saying that uh, the people that – the innocent people that – died on it uh, are, you know, deserve it or There's anything a like that. Understanding but I can agreeing. certainly understand why terrorists would have, uh, you know, wanted to hijack the plane flight in the Pentagon, um, even uh, government buildings. However, there were a bunch of innocent civilians that got caught. We are short on time, and I hope, hopefully these folks will make their calls quick. Let's go quickly to Tom in New York. Tom, you're on Free Talk Live. Tom, Hello? sorry sorry, we're short on time. You've got about 30 seconds, Tom. Go ahead. Okay, I was just calling in uh, with uh, what's going on in the financial markets today. I was curious to know if you guys have ever read uh, Harry Brown's book, Fail Safe Investing. I have. I think it's fantastic. Highly recommend it. Okay, yeah, I was just going to say, I think it makes a lot of sense, and uh, I'm short on time, so I can't really get into it, but uh, I think that sort of investment strategy is really what would save a lot of people with what's going on today. The greatest thing the greatest thing about Harry Brown's book, Failsafe Investing, is it's short, it's easy to understand, it's not written in some sort of uh, financial language that's all uh, complex and hard to hard to get, and you can actually purchase it online through his uh, his website, uh, which is operated now by his, his wife, because uh, he passed on a, a couple years ago, and that is Harry Brown, Brown with an E, harrybrown.org, and I thank you for the call tonight, 800-259-9231 as we go quickly to Keith, he's on the line, on the border, the Massachusetts-New Hampshire border. Keith, are you there? Hello. Yes, I'm on the, the Massachusetts border with New Hampshire right now, and I'm about to be much more free just by crossing this border and becoming the newest mover to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. I'd like you, Keith. Okay. Give you a round of applause. Uh, definitely give us a call maybe next week once you get settled in. Let us know how it went for you. Congratulations, Keith, doing what it takes doing the best thing that he can possibly do to achieve liberty in our lifetime, joining the Free State Project and actually making the move, crossing the border tonight. That's exciting stuff, and congratulations to him for that. All right, we're back on Monday night. You can join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com, and I hope you have a happy, safe, and fun weekend. Across the sands of time, from the lands of Abraham to the lands of Julius Caesar, the metals of the earth were forged into the coin of the realm. Now you can own a piece of history with affordable ancient coins from the Greek, Biblical, Roman, and Byzantine eras. Guaranteed authentic by Janus Numismatics. Transport yourself to the distant past at ZeusCoin.com. That's Z-U-S-Coin.com.